Fire next. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Wendy Gillette in New York. Breaking minutes ago, WNBA star Brittany Griner has pleaded guilty to drug charges in a Russian court. A rally was held for her last night in Arizona. Her wife, Sherelle. Let's make sure this administration knows that they have our support to do whatever is necessary and that we are not going to ever be quiet until she's home safely. Thank you for your love, for your voices, and for your prayers. She could face up to 10 years in prison. Brits are reflecting after Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced he'll step down. I think he's done, he's made a lot of mistakes, but he's done a lot of good things as well. First Western economy to come out of the pandemic. He's delivered Brexit, which will be the long-term benefit of the country. He should have been gone a long time. Overstayed his welcome by a long, long margin. CBS News correspondent Vicki Barker reports from London on the new political landscape. Standing outside number 10 Downing Street with his wife Carrie looking on, Boris Johnson said he tried to persuade his top officials it would be wrong to switch leaders midterm. I regret uh, not to have been successful in those arguments and of course it's painful not to be able to see through so many ideas and, and projects. Myself. With his Conservative Party anxious to choose a successor fast, Johnson could be out within days. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. A police officer in Detroit was killed responding to a call about a man firing a weapon. Police say he had an assault-type weapon and shot at officers when they arrived. The suspect was also killed. Chief James White. Got an officer who has paid the ultimate sacrifice, putting his life on the line for you and me every single day. And officers are doing it right now, even after this call. Enough is enough. Women, women can no longer get an abortion in Mississippi. Mississippi's so-called trigger law went into effect today after the recent Supreme Court ruling overturning Roe v. Wade. The law bans most abortions in the state. It also prompted Wednesday's closure of Mississippi's only abortion clinic. The law was at the heart of the legal case that led to the abortion decision by the nation's highest court. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Oil prices are sliding under $100 a barrel for the first time since early May. Gas Buddies, Patrick DeHaan. Stations do deliver the lower prices, but it takes them time to get access to that cheaper price, to sell through their expensive fuel, and to start lowering their price. Weekly jobless claims are out. Bankrate.com's Mark Hamrick. A couple new claims with a rise in continuing claims at nearly 1.4 million. And the trend is to higher ground here. The job market is still seen as tight at the moment. Dow is up 207. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. They're pounding on the door. They're calling on the phone. It's the collectors. It's those credit cards you ran up trying to start your business. Now you found out that a DBA hurts the family and brings the pain home. Do you remember hearing these commercials on radio? For over 40 years, Ray Reynolds has helped customers get millions in credit. It's no wonder they call him the godfather of credit. Ray Reynolds will get your score above 750. Do you need 50000 of corporate credit? By using corporate credit, you can finance a business, buy real estate, and stock under a corporation. Take advantage of numerous tax write-offs only available to a corporation. Now you can call Ray's webinar at 800-565-7933 and get your credit score up to 750 and receive a $1,000 cash credit card within days. Call 800-565-7933 to find out more about his secrets to success in helping fix and improve your credit. Remember, a new corporation set up right now will have the two years you need for a line of credit up to $150,000. In 2022, it's time to get your life back. Call 800-565-7933. That's 800-565-7933. 
Hi, everybody. Good morning. Uh, nice start out there. We're expecting a mixture of sun and clouds during the day today. Times more clouds than sun. Highs will be cooler than yesterday. 77 shoreline, 81 degrees inland. Tonight, mostly cloudy, overnight low 65. Tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy. Slight chance for an isolated late afternoon, early evening shower. It'll be muggier tomorrow and warmer. 81 shoreline, 84 degrees inland. Saturday, mostly sunny. Temperatures near 80. Sunday, sunny. Temperatures near 80. Looks like a really nice weekend coming up. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Thursday. 76 in Norwich, 77 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. Civil rights activists are calling for hate crimes charges against a man who shoved a black kid from his bicycle in Deep River. Jamison Chapman was charged with third-degree assault, breach of peace, and risk of injury to a child after the incident on June 27th. Reverend Boise Kimber of New Haven says Chapman's actions were more of a hate crime than a risk of injury case. Chapman was captured on video telling the boy to get out of his town before shoving the child off of his bicycle. That small plane which crashed in Terryville near a Boy Scout camp on Tuesday, well, it actually came out of Westerly. There were no serious injuries reported. The plane, which only had the pilot on board, was headed to Waterbury Oxford Airport. The average price for a gallon of regular gas in Rhode Island is $4.79. That's according to AAA, and that's $0.09 cents lower than a week ago. The current national average, $4.70 per gallon. AAA says it's four seventy-two here in Connecticut. Mix of sun and clouds, about 81 today for a high. 76 in Norwich at 10.05. Next news at 11, I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now... Stu Breyer. Hello there. Hello. Hello. Hello, Stuart. I want to do the whole show in uh, like British accents. British. I love mm-hmm. that. Do it. What's happening to Boris Johnson? Boris. Boris. Yeah, he's out. He'll be out in uh, you know November, January. He's out. He's I guess sticking around, of, but he's out. One of his big problems is he, he's lying and uh, oh, yeah. a lot. And if that were the case in this country, there would be no one in Washington. <laughs> Be a desert. Hello, hello, hello. Town. Anybody home? Yes. Well, they're very big in uh, Great Britain about lying. You cannot lie. That's serious stuff, huh? Mm-hmm. So that's it for Boris. He says uh, he's leaving. He's leaving. But he's going to have one big bash before he goes. One big COVID bash, yes. <laughs> yes, I guess. Oh, my goodness. Just think of all the uh, politicians that broke the COVID laws here. Nothing yeah. happened to them. They, they're still in office. See, he was in the wrong country. That's right. So Patrick McCormick will be in at, uh, will be talking with us at uh, 1030. Okay. Updates on COVID. Yep. Updates on monkeypox. Monkeypox. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait hmm? a minute. I can do better than that. Go what ahead. What are you talking about? You can? Have you got yourself checked recently? That's me. I know. Yeah. I think I might have it. Hit me with that again, will you? <coughs> and you still came in today. You don't really care about us, huh? I don't care if you get it or not. I wonder if it's in the chicken pox family. I don't know. I don't know. All the poxes are related, aren't they? Yeah, I think here and there, there's a little pox here and there. Pox upon your house. Mm. So, um... Here's a little trivia question for you today. Uh-oh, uh-oh. It's a fun one. Trivia. What television show was the first one to show married couples sharing the same bed? 
first one. Married couple sharing the same, same bed. bed. Wow. I love Lucy. No, Lucy and Ricky. No, 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 no. No sharing the same bed. Nope, nope. Mary Tyler Moore? No. No, that's too late. Dick Van Dyke, I mean, come on. I mean, Dick Van Dyke. That's the one I meant. And they wore those pajamas, and uh, they were in separate beds. Covered everything. It was in 1960, the first time they dared to show. Now, this is a married couple. Married couple. That's how bizarre things were, right? Yeah, really. Come on. I don't Um, know. Which one was it? The Flintstones. (laughs) Oh, that's right. The The Flintstones. Flintstones. Elma, get over here. (laughs) Can you imagine? Fred and Wilma, right? Yeah, Fred and Wilma. Wow. Imagine the first time they got in bed together. Yabba-dabba-doo. They're animated. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They were animated. Uh, So they're not real. Well, yeah, but they still showed them in... uh, shacking up. (laughs) They were married. Come on. I know. I don't understand. If you were married, why couldn't you be in the same bed together? No. I mean... Unless you were arguing. And then, of course, in the I Love Lucy show, Lucy got... uh, Well, they couldn't say the word pregnant. They couldn't show her either, right? They didn't. Yeah, they, they barely her showed her. She was yeah. uh, on some of those shows. She was holding her breath. <laughs> Weird. How things have changed, that, huh? That, that seems a bit much. Isn't it amazing how things have Come changed? On. Yeah. How are we so? I don't know. I mean, well, tight back then, weren't we? Yeah, I know, but they were married. I know. I could see it if they weren't married, but they, they were legal. Yeah. They're supposed to be yabba dabba doing. I guess so. Hmm. Yeah, but I've been doing. That's kind of cute. Do you remember the first time you dabbed? Never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to dab I've it, but I've never dabbed. Never dabbed do. Oh, let's see. So, um. So what, Stu? So what? Yeah. I was going to talk about some serious stuff, but, um. Yeah. Do I suppose we, we could. You know, there's a. A hero from West Virginia that saved so many lives. You know about that report. He he uh, red-lighted somebody that was planning to uh, do another one of those mass murders. Oh, I heard about that this morning. At yeah. the um, big parade. Yeah, and they God, found all kinds of weapons. God bless him, huh? Yeah, he was paying attention. That is... Uh, See something, hear something, say something. Say yeah. something. Yeah, good for that guy. And they all seem to look alike and act alike, those people from... Uh, that are involved in that. Have you noticed that? That are in the mass shootings? They have the same... They're a little strange. A little yeah. strange. This last guy is really strange looking. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, he was but dressing... They're all young. They're all like 21 and younger. He's dressing up young. as a woman so he can sneak there on the roof. Like we wouldn't say, oh, there's a woman climbing the roof there. Or wherever he was shooting from. Yeah, he was on a roof. And then he was going to go somewhere else and... Do that as well. Yeah, Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Thank goodness that stopped any further problems. Yeah. So it's really, I don't even know what to say about that. It's just, uh, I don't want to bring everybody down. So we'll just, let's get back to the first couple that was ever in bed together. We did that already. huh? Fred and Wilma. Fred and Wilma. You know, that was a takeoff on the... came uh, Bam Bam, or no, Pebbles. <laughs> then came Pebbles not too yeah, long That's after. right. Pe- Pebbles came from all of that. Pebbles. All that yabba-dabba doing. Well, you really know that show. You know, that was oh, uh, yeah. 
actually a show that was similar to the Honeymooners. Okay. Mm-hmm. They it's had the, the animated Honeymooners. They had the same voices, you know. Uh, Wilma. Yeah. And then they had another character uh, like Art Carney. <laughs> yeah, Barney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can still hear uh, those two in the bedroom. Yeah, but... <laughs> Fred liked it. I didn't realize until a lot, a lot, a lot of time later that that was actually a primetime show. I always saw it when I was a kid. Oh, in yeah. The afternoon after school. That was a biggie. It was in the primetime. That was a biggie. I didn't really realize that. Cartoon in 1960, and uh, you should see some of the cartoons now. Hmm? Oh, yeah. You've seen yeah. some of them. Unbelievable stuff. Hmm? Yeah. Compared to what we had in, in the other days, you know, and now cartoons, you can't get them out of bed. They're all in bed. <laughs> so, um, what was the Family Guy? Did you ever watch that one? I've never seen that. Oh, my goodness. Is it funny? It's hysterical, but you would never believe they would put you, they could put that they on the put air. It, on, yeah. it is hysterical. I've seen South Park several times. South Park, that's, yeah, but it makes South Park, Park look like um, you know nothing. Really? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Because I'm thinking South Park is like you put yeah, this on yeah, the air. South Park, yeah. So Family Guy's worse. Yeah, South really? Park used to, has been on for many many years. Yeah, like twenty something. Cartman. I can't ever keep the kids straight. I don't know who's who. I know. Well, Cartman's kind of Cartman. Cartman's kind of the star on it, you know. Was it Stan? Yeah, Stan, and and they talk about current events. On yes, the, uh, they're very topical on South Park. Very biting. Very yeah. biting. But um, I saw the pandemic episode. That was hilarious. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yes, that was hilarious. So you may want to check out Family Guy, but don't have any kids around. Well, your kids are old; they can they can handle it. You know, sometimes I say, "Why do I?" I'm watching something. I say, "Why am I laughing at that? That's so disgusting." I know. Every time my wife comes downstairs, I have to t- turn South Park off because she. Yeah. How does can not you watch that? that? But once you get into it, uh, it's yeah. pretty astonishing stuff. I know. It's like I don't want to turn it off. But I think it's been on for ten years. Family Guy. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll give it a shot. I still like the the Simpsons. You know, Simpsons is nice. They don't go overboard, huh? Mmm, go nuts. That's a, that's a show that I never got into, and I probably should have gotten into. I yeah. never really gave it a chance. No, I think I told good. you before. Back in the day, I had this Fox uh, network bias. I did like, who are you to, to make a new network? We've got ABC, CBS, and NBC. I'm not going to watch some half-baked new network and so I, I don't know for some reason i would never watch any shows on fox mm. well some of them can be very 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 funny especially yeah. they were animated i'm like i watch cartoons in the afternoon maybe but well, this, when this fox is not, came out i was an adult so i'm not i'm not watching cartoons this is not looney tunes i no, mean it's, not it's looney, looney tunes but it's not looney tunes but i should have given simpsons a shot and i never really did give some well they're still on they've been yeah, on forever they're on, and, uh, still on. And Is it still any good? I mean, I know it was good. Yeah, no, it's very still, good. Still good? Still good. 30-some years? 30-some years it's been wow. kicking around. Can you imagine that, a cartoon? Even Mickey Mouse couldn't hang along, hang in there that long. No, no, not even close, was it? So now that we set up what you're going to be watching for TV this weekend, uh, yeah. we will uh, move along. And uh, Wilma? <laughs> yabba dabba do. Come over here. Never mind. Jeez. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. 
The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Good morning, everybody. We like to throw in a few smiles with some serious stuff and a very important segment for a little bit at uh, 1030 this morning with Patrick McCormick. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Hi, there. Somebody waited to hang up on me. you got to be really patient to do that. You're on the air. Welcome. Well, hi, Stu. Hi there. Hey, you're talking about cartoons. I like that. I know you like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember the uh, the Roadrunner and I forget the name, scientific name, but they always use that when they show them the coyote there. Yeah. Yeah. Those and were good. I, was, I had a question uh, today. Maybe two questions. No, I'll leave it just to one because it gets too complicated. Um, but I, I was going to say in New England, but I'm going to say anywhere. W- what is the weirdest uh, monument? And I don't mean I don't mean in a graveyard. I mean like along the side of the road, like markers for like roads back in the 18 or 1700s. The question to you and everybody is: What's the weirdest roadside monument you have ever seen? And I have one. Okay, what is it? Uh, in in uh, Groton, New Hampshire, the north part of it, uh, North Groton Road, on the side of the road, almost in a hollow, you know, where somebody might spin out because they, you know, the snow, they don't know it's there. But anyway, there is or was a monument. Hello? I'm here, I'm here. Oh, I'm hearing myself. Sorry. Okay, well, you're doing very well, yes. There was a monument uh, saying, in the year of our Lord, I guess that means uh, Jesus, uh, 1646, uh, Pierre Dumont was beheaded for the offense of murder. Now, 1646 makes me think that was probably French territory then in New Hampshire, and it was... um, I, I don't really know why it was there, but I took a picture of it. I don't know if they have it anymore, but if anybody could look up on the computer, who the heck is Pierre Dumont? And I guess they did things the French way in the old days, maybe the guillotine or something. Hmm. Pierre Dumont. Maybe we can find it. Yeah, North Groton Road. It's not uh, one of the Free Stooges. The closest landmark that somebody, as a tourist, might know is called Polar Caves. And mm-hmm. It's not in Plymouth, New Hampshire. It's in Groton, but they say Plymouth because that's the bigger town near it. Okay, Pierre Dumont. Pierre Dumont beheaded for the offense of murder in 1646, and it looked like people had set candles on each side of the top part of the monument. Well, it's one anyway, of the few what monuments. Other weird mar- monuments are there out there anywhere? And what does this one mean? All right, thank Question. you for your monumental call. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. It's one of the few monuments that hasn't been torn down. It's because nobody knows who he is. Welcome, you're on the air. Good morning, Father Stu. Hey, hello there, my spiritual friend. How you doing? I'm not doing too bad for Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. What's happening with you? Well, I listened to you when you started your show this morning. Mm-hmm. And you talked about some things that are going on in our country that, you know, in terms of uh, violence, particularly the mass shootings. Oh, my goodness. They stopped another one in West Virginia. Thank God for that. And then you went into talking about things that were much lighter, you know, mm-hmm. much not as uh, 
bad as the shootings. You, talk, you talked about uh, cartoons and sure. situation, comedy shows, and so forth. They just made me think, believe it or not, it made me think about Charles Manson and the people that he was with and what what occurred out in California. The, the, even though he wasn't involved in the incident, he was an integral part of it. That's oh, absolutely. Why he, was, he was the ringleader. He had almost people hypnotized and drugged up. And, yeah. And, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm beating around the bush because uh, uh, what I really want to get at is the, the, the shootings that are occurring, they're occurring more, I won't say more often, but often. Mm-hmm. And they have been for for decades. We've had presidents and oh, civil rights leaders and oh, just people who are trying to do the right thing, trying to help people murdered. And we hear about these incidents on the news regularly. So I just wanted to get that off of my chest. I, I, I guess I didn't want to make a point that said maybe it, the point might be maybe our country needs uh, to have a, a psychological evaluation because I don't know how much longer we can tolerate this. I'm, I'm really fed up with it. Well, nobody wants to tolerate it, uh, you know, who has any sensibility, and it it truly is, and I hate to say it, increasing um, it's like the bad seeds are growing all over the place, but finding the answer is a difficult thing. It, it really is, but we're supposed to be an advanced country, we, you know, with many resources, uh, people who are very talented and creative. And I would think that we would come up with some, some system to, to deal with this issue of, of violence, not only shootings, but, but just violence, because there's something going on in, in our, 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 uh, I guess, our, our national psychological mind mm-hmm. that keeps this going. It, it just seems to be no end to it. And I'm concerned about my grandchildren growing up into this environment. Yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, we had a, a little freer feeling when we were younger, uh, you know, Kids would be playing on the streets, and the parents never really thought too much about it. That's right. It was a different, different world, environment, or yeah. was a different country. So I, I just think we have the talent and and the, and the know-how to, to, to figure this out. And I just hope, you know, that we don't start pointing our fingers at one particular person or or, or, the, or, or the police department or anything like that. That we can pull our heads together, and come up with some solutions. So that's all I have to say, and uh, right. I hope you have a nice weekend. How, how were your uh, independent days? Well, there were two of them since I talked to you last. That's it was right. Juneteenth, and then it was the fourth. Well, they, they were pretty good. I don't have any complaints. <laughs> okay. All right, buddy. Take it easy, Stu. You too. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. All right. That'll give me a chance to take a little break. Uh, where are the old innocent cartoons? What's up, Dad? Fox News commentary. Several Texas counties are declaring an invasion as the border crisis worsens. Where the heck right is there. our Hold border on, czar, Kamala? I'm Tommy Laren. More next. 
Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-328-9696. That's 800-328-9696. Happening at our southern border is not just a crisis. It's a full-blown invasion. What else do you call it when hundreds of thousands and now well over 2 million have waltzed in since this administration took office? In May alone, there were over 240,000 encounters, and that total doesn't include the gotaways that slipped under the radar. The declaration of an invasion doesn't give these counties any legal or authoritative power to change anything, but hopefully it'll bring attention to the situation. Fact is, we cannot sustain hundreds of thousands of people coming into our country per month. We already have shortages and supply that can't meet demand. Our border towns and agents are being inundated, but this isn't just a border problem. It's a nationwide sucker punch that's going to land hard. I have compassion for those wanting to come here, but they need to respect our country enough to do it the right way. It's time Americans and legal immigrants come first. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. We're going to try to get a couple of calls in. Patrick McCormick will be uh, updating us on a few things in just a few minutes here in our program. And the rest of the day, we have open topics. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, Stu. Hi. How are you? Oh, I, I, wait till I tell you. Excuse me? Wait till I tell you. Three weeks ago, I had a pain in my leg, and I went to the Pequot Center, mm-hmm. and uh, they did all the tests, blood tests, ultrasound, and everything. And did you, did you ever hear of a baker's cyst? No, I have not. Well, uh, this is what I have, a baker's cyst. And it, it, um, it, it's in the back of your, located in the back of your knee, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, it burst. So, so uh, wow. that, that's why I had all that pain and everything. But... Uh, they were very good to me over there. I I just like to thank them. Um, when I first went in, I went to the emergency room, mm-hmm. and uh, the nurse there ordered my tests and everything, and she was wonderful. And the other nurses were great, and the guy who did the ultrasound was great. I like to thank them, and um, also I would like to thank. Mr. Two Times and Joey for wondering how I was Oh, yeah, a lot of people have been asking about you, and I was able to get your number and left you a message. And, uh, yeah, we were very concerned, but it's great to hear from you. Well, I want to thank you, too. So are you okay? Are you pain-free right now? Well, I, you know, I talked to Dr. Yates about it, and he said that his brother had this. And and he was uh, was over three months before he was back to normal, and he had to cut his exercise mm-hmm. program. Well, that's something I had never heard of, and uh... yeah, I never did either. I never did. So... And but it's it's named after Doctor Baker, who discovered it, mm-hmm. and it is um, it is a. Cyst that forms in the back of your knee, 
and and it, it causes a lot of trouble. So are, are you on? You. Are you on pain pills now, or? Uh, I was ibuprofen and uh, Tylenol, mm-hmm. but I, I for three days now I stopped them. Good, good. Yeah, I stopped them, and uh, but. I still have swelling in my ankle now, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a while. Well, and I just hope it doesn't uh, start up again or whatever, because then I'll have to have um, the orthopedic doctor mm-hmm. remove that, um, mm-hmm. you know, gland. So anyway. Well, it's good to hear your voice, and uh, we've been quite concerned, and thank you yeah, for checking in. And, and I'll call back again. Okay. Next week, probably, I'll start at uh, the beginning of the week. Excellent. Okay. Right. Thank you so much. Feel All right. better. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bye-bye. Let's see. I'm really... Uh, I apologize for somebody who's on hold if they want to stay hold for a little while because we're going to talk with Patrick McCormick, but it would be a good idea if they would call back because we need to update a few things on COVID and talk a little bit about monkeypox. So we'll be talking with Patrick in just a moment. The Norwich Sea Unicorns have unveiled a fun-packed schedule this summer at Dodd Stadium. Join them and WICH this Thursday, July 13th, as they take on the Brockton Rocks. It's camp day with a special start time of 11 a.m. For tickets or more info, visit GoSeeUnicorns.com. How do you make the most of your land? Shaw does it behind the wheel of a John Deere 1025R compact tractor. Why do I go by Shaw? Shaw stands for skilled hands at work. And he lives up to the name as he uses his versatile tractor to make my yard look as beautiful as I possibly can. But the Hubbards use their 1025R to do both vegetables and my flowers as well. It's exciting putting yourself out there, learning something new. And with a long list of easy-to-attach implements, ranging from a front loader to a box blade and backhoe, they both can make the earth take the shape that I wanted to take. Because the beauty of having land is deciding how to make it yours. I'm allowed to do anything with this tractor. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deer. D.H. Marvin has been a John Deere dealer for over 85 years. See D.H. Marvin on South Main Street in Colchester to see what they have available or to place your order today. I'm Sandra Grillo, one of the pharmacists at Utley & Jones Pharmacy. At Utley & Jones Pharmacy, we take pride in maintaining personal relationships with our patients, and we've been at it for nearly 150 years. You've always known that we fill prescriptions, but did you know that we also offer vaccines, medication therapy management, and medication synchronization? Did you know that we are one of the few local pharmacies that still compound special medications for adults, children, and pets? Our convenient location next to the Bacchus Hospital makes it easy for you to pick up your medications, but should you have trouble getting out, call ahead for prompt delivery of your prescriptions, vitamins, first aid supplies, and home health care needs to your home or workplace. You can also check out our services online at www.utleyandjones.com. We look forward to serving you soon. Utley and Jones Pharmacy, 112 Lafayette Street, Norwich. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. 
For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit MAD.org. Okay, we're expecting a, a call from Patrick McCormick in any minute now, so we'll hold off on the calls because we want to get some very important information, as we always do from Patrick. In the meantime, our WICH weather is typical summer. Today, a mix of sun and clouds, high 81, 77 at the shore, and cooler in the water. Tonight, mostly cloudy, 65. Tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy. Slight chance of a late afternoon shower, 84. Saturday, mostly sunny, 80, and Sunday, sunny and 81. All in all, for the next few days, they look dandy. With our temperature is uh, getting close to 80 degrees right now at WICH AM 1310. So we're going to uh, talk to Patrick right now. Hi, good morning. Good morning. It's Patrick from the Uncas Health District. Hey, Patrick. Looking forward to checking in with you for just a little bit. Are you on... um, on a regular phone or? Yes, I'm on speaker. I can. Do you want me to take it off speaker? Yeah, it's kind of like a little echoey. Okay, you, know. you got it. All right, is it's it good, better? It's good if you're doing some rock and roll songs. <laughs> get a little echo in there. Hey, I know you're a busy guy, but thanks for taking the time. Let's well, happy let, to do it. Let's update people, and uh, we'll start off with uh, monkeypox. Okay. How concerned should we be? I know there's one case so far that we've heard about. Um, what are you hearing about it? Yeah, so so globally there's 6,924 cases. Um, in the U.S. there's 560 cases. Uh, first thing we want to let people know is that there's no deaths outside of the 11 African nations where mm-hmm. it's endemic uh, back to the 70s. Um, so the one case that we had in Connecticut was a male between the ages of 40 and 49 in New London County. Um, and they're currently hospitalized, or excuse me, currently isolating but not hospitalized. Um, so I, I think the message is to let folks know that the the, um, the risk right now for residents is low. Um, it's very different than COVID, which is what we're coming out of. And, you know, you, you hear one pandemic and you assume that you're going to be in the midst of something mm-hmm. else that's similar. Uh, but it's it's while there's likely to be additional cases in Connecticut, um, that for the most part, you know, people will recover and... Um, you know, it is spread through close physical contact, so that's also important for people to remember. It's not like COVID where we had to worry about how close people were in proximity. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really from person to person, close contact. So uh, is it something to do with uh, chicken pox or totally different? Because it's got the pox name in it. Right. In fact, they're actually, uh, my understanding is they're thinking of changing the name because yeah. people perceive it as derogatory and um, it has, you know, it has other meanings to it. So, um, you know, the pox part of it is is similar in that, you know, you can form, um, uh, you know, scabs and wounds on your body. Um, and it's not contagious prior to the development of symptoms. So that's the other part to, to let people know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's, it's uh, um, something where we want to look at if somebody develops a skin rash, um, if they know they've been exposed to monkeypox or a person who may have, have had it, um, you know, the lesions will be present. Um, so in all cases of monkeypox, they're going to have lesions. Um, so it may not be those full body rashes that you'll see, like, in the media. It's, it looks very scary. Sure does, um, yeah. But, but, you know, the important part is, as we always tell people, talk to your provider if you're concerned. Um, and in many cases, if there's an exposure, folks may be notified by someone. 
um, you know, either the person may have come through TSA or um, they had an exposure in another state and our state will be notified and then somebody will be in contact with that person to do an interview. Okay, well, you know, when we hear about exposure, you know, you hear about, well, sexual contact or shaking hands or this or that. Um, what kind of exposure, and this monkeypox has been around. Um, yeah, consistent. well, there's, there's, so the, um, you know, the primary group that they're seeing it in right now is, is males um, and people that um, tend to be getting it in, in their genital region, mm-hmm. um, but you can get it in other parts of the body. Um, and a, a lot of them right now are, are currently in that particular area, and the um, belief is that it's it's uh, being uh, passed from one person to another through sexual contact. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it's it's sort of a, a unique niche within the community, um, but it's something that people should at least be aware of. Um, and there's always the potential that you know the exposure could go beyond that particular community or particular group. Um, so it's, it's, again, it's really education at this point for the community to know that it's there. Um, it's something to be aware of, but certainly not something that we want people to panic about at this point. If it starts in a particular area, have you seen cases where it just spreads throughout the body, like shingles or something like that? Well, so, so it's, um, you know, again, the, the sex between men is not the only risk group. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly it can spread to other areas, um, but the folks that would need to be most concerned are those that we were concerned about even with COVID, which is um, immunocompromised people, uh, newborn children and young adults, uh, pregnant women, um, elderly folks, um, and then people who have severe skin conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, so while it's less lethal than others, um, those are the people that may experience the most severe symptoms. So if you get monkeypox, would be the type of thing that, well, you stay home from work? Uh, or um, how yeah, long, so the how? first thing is you want to exclude yourself. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's the main thing you want to do initially. And, you know, you want to make sure you go see a provider so they can see whether or not that's what you have. Um, and the other part to remember, and it's it's like we've been telling people all along with COVID and, and you know, seasonal flu and things, is if you're not well, then you should stay home mm-hmm. um, and see a provider and make sure that you don't expose someone else to whatever you may have. Um, and then once you're able to get a uh, treatment, um, then you can certainly go back to work, school, otherwise. Um, so the main thing is until you know what you have, you want to make sure that you avoid um, exposing other people. And then you let those providers make those decisions. What is the treatment for it? Yeah, so I, to be honest with you, I'm not sure how they're treating it. Or does it just um, run its course in a lot of times? Yeah, I think it's running its course, but, you know, there seems to be a treatment for everything. But, you know, as I've always told you in the past, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not sure mm-hmm. exactly what they're doing for treatment at this point. All right. It uh, doesn't seem like something we should lose sleep over uh, as far as the length of time that one has it. Uh, I guess it varies from person to person, huh? Yeah, and they talk about, you know, the 21 days is, is the period of time that they want to watch someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, you know, it's, it's that interview process. It's knowing when the exposure may have occurred. Um, so, you know, as a public health department, that's a lot of the information that we collect is, um, you know, if we do interview someone, we're going to be asking, you know, when did you travel? When, who were you exposed to? Um, you know, when do you think you may have been exposed um, and, you know, it could be based on the fact that someone else tested positive and they may have identified this individual as a contact. So um, it doesn't mean that you get a phone call that you have it. 
It just means that we're collecting additional information, mm-hmm. which will be helpful in, in doing our assessment. So in other words, there is a test to show you almost immediately uh, after you start to show some signs, whether you're positive or negative on that? Right. So yeah, so they'll do a skin test and they'll, they'll send it to the lab and then they'll determine whether or not someone actually has monkeypox. Okay. I think we'll, uh, we're all set on that one for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I know how busy you are. Uh, I uh, spoke to you off the air and I said uh, it seems like more people that I know now uh, know someone or have it themselves COVID. And is there a another strain of COVID or just a, a mix of the other three? Yeah, so so the actually this today is going to be the um, the most recent report for uh, the update on Connecticut's uh, coronavirus or COVID um, numbers. Uh, so it's always on Thursdays, and for the past seven days, as of last week's report, last Thursday, we were at nine point two five percent positivity. Uh, the previous week, it was at 8.41%. Mm-hmm. And we always give that caveat now where we know that people are using self-tests, so the numbers aren't always completely accurate. Um, but we also have looked at things like the um, wastewater surveillance, which showed an uptick. Um, we've seen that, um, uh, that you know it's both test positivity and number of cases, so that gives you some indication that there's something happening. Um, and we know people are gathering together. Um, and we know that these subvariants, which the BA4 and BA5 are really the two that um, seem to be the ones that are uh, causing people to, to become positive. Um, and Omicron is still the variant of the greatest concern. So, you know, we have these variants that are, are um, you know, popping up and, and they're of concern. But again, the part I want to emphasize to people is um, the hospitalizations continue to be much lower than they were in previous years, um, especially this time last year. Um, we have 35% fewer people hospitalized that have COVID right now um, than we had one month ago. Um, and again, they may uh, be uh, COVID positive when they're in the hospital, but that might not be the primary reason that they're in the hospital. Um, and we continue to hear that the hospitals are doing well, their beds are available. Um, so, you know, as we look at our, our rates, really we're looking now at hospitalizations and deaths. Um, and I think while our numbers are up, the, the number of hospitalizations and deaths continue to be lower, which is, which is good news. Um, but, but we talk to everybody, you know, it's, it's that conversation we always have about risk um, and what type of risk people are willing to take and never knowing what somebody's, you know, next door to you is, is dealing with. Um, and, you know, if I'm in a family of four and I have two healthy kids in their teens, and I have two healthy adults, and everyone's been vaccinated and possibly had a booster, um, then, you know, you're going to be in, in a pretty good position. Um, but if you have an elderly uh, relative who's living with you, you have somebody who's immunocompromised, um, you have folks that may not have been vaccinated, um, then they may want to take more precautions than someone else. So it really is from, from family to family, person to person, uh, different circumstances. Is it fair, Patrick, for folks who have gotten their vaccinations and still get COVID to uh, are, are saying, what's the use? Yeah, so we've always said, you know, if you've been vaccinated, the chances are that you're less likely to be hospitalized, get severe symptoms. Um, we're hoping that the vaccination will become more commonplace. Um, now we obviously have the youngest children that are able to be vaccinated. So that's one more level of protection the community has. Um, we know that people are going to be going back to school. 
um, in the fall. We know people are going to be going and using daycares, uh, especially in the fall, um, more as you know, parents go back to teaching positions or um, they're you know, less likely to be working at home um, doing virtual work. Um, so there's going to be you know, ongoing living with this uh, illness. And you know, I think the vaccination is just one additional layer of protection that we still have as a community. Um, and, you know, the, the, we've heard a lot of discussion around, is there going to be um, an additional booster? Is there going to be an Omicron booster? Is there going to be um, something that's going to be put into our annual, um, uh, you know, list of vaccinations that we need to get? And I think all those things are possible. Um, what I say is, you know, certainly speak to us or speak to your physician if you have questions or concerns. Um, and consider being vaccinated because, um, you know, it certainly helps the community as a whole to have a greater number of people be vaccinated. Um, one thing that we have found is in groups like uh, uh, folks that are in long-term care or nursing homes, their ability to get vaccinated and the level of vaccination that they've had has really reduced the number of hospitalizations and deaths in that community. Um, and that's really where we target is those high-risk populations, uh, ones we haven't gotten to or ones that tend to have higher um, uh, susceptibility to being very ill. Um, those are the ones that we want to make sure continue to get vaccinated at a higher rate than everyone else. Some people are saying, well, how many vaccinations do I need to get? You know, is I like, get another one? Get I, I don't know. I, I don't know how many I've had, three or so, maybe something we could put in orange juice. So. Right. No, it, it's a good, I mean, it's it's something that it's, um, it takes your time. You, you, you definitely want to weigh the, you know, risk if you feel like it's, there's a concern you have. Um, certainly we will talk to you about it, um, but we want you to know it's available. Um, it's free. Uh, for instance, we still do every Thursday, we have it available for walk-ins at our office in Norwich. Um, if people are interested, we're still doing homebound folks if they would like it. Um, and again, I remind people, we'll do homebound vaccinations if the person doesn't feel comfortable coming to a clinic, being in a public setting, uh, maybe has other things going on that make them uncomfortable being around other people, um, anxiety issues, things like that. If you just feel more comfortable in your home when you get a vaccine, we're happy to do that for you. Um, we're not overwhelmed like we were, you know, a year or two ago. Mm -hmm. um, so we're happy to start doing some of that work. Um, you know, I think if we've had some positives come out of the work we've done, um, Holdbound has been a, has been a real um, uh, unique tool we've been able to use. And our hope is we'll start being able to provide other vaccines to folks in that way um, because we know that there are people who just can't get out to get a vaccine. Um, so we're looking at ways we can start doing that more for our community. Um, we've started doing what's called health hubs now in the community. Um, United Way has helped to coordinate that in southeastern Connecticut. Um, Bacchus Hospital and Hartford HealthCare has become one of the hubs. Um, and the United Way uh, Food Bank has become the other. Um, where they will go out and that becomes the hub. So when they're doing their mobile food um, truck or they're out with the Bacchus van, um, they will bring community partners in with them um, and we'll offer a variety of resources at those hubs. Um, so people can go to our website, they can go to the United Way website, Hartford Healthcare website, et cetera. And you know, partners like TVCCA are there uh, so when you're there, you can talk to a physician or a nurse practitioner or a nurse about your physical health. Um, you can talk to an outreach worker or a worker from one of the other agencies about heating assistance or 
um, Head Start or Meals on Wheels. Um, you can sign up to be a, um, a consumer of uh, United Community and Family Services or Generations Health Center. Um, and you may want a vaccine through the Uncas Health District or at another clinic we may be doing um, uh, blood pressures. So it's trying to bring it out to people mm -hmm. in the community um, at a much greater level than we have in the past and offering them the variety of services um, because we know that the barriers that people have to getting care um, can be uh, you know, language-based, it can be transportation-based, it can be um, financial-based. You know, they just don't have the time. They um, don't have the resources. And being able to bring that to folks when we're giving them something else that they need um, I think is going to be uh, lessening the burden on people to be able to get access to those services. Patrick, what do you think of this? Uh, since people have taken, and most people have taken mm -hmm. the vaccine at one time or another, right? it seems like the um, flu has gone down the last couple of years. Do you think there's something in the vaccine that also fights the flu? You know what I think it is, is the prevention efforts that we've put in place um, over the last few years. People you know, wearing masks and washing their hands and staying home when they're sick and um, taking those public health precautions that we've talked about for years. Um, and then on, in addition to that, becoming more aware of vaccinations and things they can do to protect themselves. Um, you know, people, uh, you know, I think have been much more aware of the ability to uh, uh, protect themselves and protect others. Um, and those numbers that you reference around, you know, lower numbers of seasonal flu, um, you know, people being less likely to, uh, you know, have, a, have an outbreak, um, people feeling, you know, less sick um, at times. Um, it can all be attributed to some of those precautions we're taking. The other part to remember is that we do have those type of seasonal things that come along for everyone. So um, allergies and um, colds and, um, you know, all those things that go, you know, the hay fevers and the response that some people have to molds and things like that, um, those are all things that we have throughout the year. So um, sort of knowing enough about your uh, self and the, your health on a regular basis um, and having a regular relationship with a physician um, to be able to determine is this something that's out of the ordinary for me or is this something that's typical and seasonal and I should be less worried about it. So. Patrick, I don't know about you, but I, uh, everybody I see has got an attitude like, um, the heck with it. Really? Yeah, They're not I wearing you know, masks? I think, I think people want to move on. I of guess part do. of it is it's healthy to want to get back together and mm -hmm. resume life the way we did. Um, and I've seen it myself. And, you know, we've talked about it just in our office alone, the number of temporary food events um, that we've had in our office has been exponentially growing. Um, from farmers markets to fairs to festivals to um, you know the arts festival to uh, things at Brown Park to the Fourth of July fireworks to and that's great you know we we want people to enjoy it and I missed it as much as everybody else did um, so if I can find myself at a baseball game on a weekend and the sea sure, unicorns I mean, are playing too. I want to be there um, but I also want to be aware of the fact that if I'm not feeling well, then mm -hmm. it'll be there next weekend, too. I do see a lot of people without masks. Most of them are not wearing masks now, and it's not mandatory in many places. And right. makes yep. you wonder how safe are they, how much safer do they make you uh, against these things, the masks? I've heard both sides on that issue. 
Yeah, I think it's helpful. I mean, and when you ask someone or somebody shares with, with you, you know, why they are wearing a mask, people will give you a variety of answers. Either I wasn't feeling well and I don't want to expose anyone, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, and I, I have to get out because I have to pick this one thing up at the pharmacy, what have you. Um, or somebody in my family just tested positive, and I just want to be safe, so that's why I'm wearing my mask. I gotta, or, I gotta um, ask you know, you I have that. an illness, or I have a pre-existing condition, mm-hmm. and I feel more comfortable with my mask on. I still talk to people that say, you know, I haven't been in a grocery store for a couple of years. I have somebody else do my shopping for me. Um, so folks that are concerned um, will tend to stay home. Um, so you probably don't see those folks in public in the same way. Um, and maybe you see a different population out in public than you used to. You know, it may still be very busy at the supermarket, but maybe it's a different group of people um, than historically would have been there. In my um, confusion corner, mm-hmm. I remember at the beginning they said if you test positive, then you, you know, seven or eight days, you've got to, you know, stay away from people. Now I'm hearing it's five days, and generally you're safe to go out. Yeah, so they, they talk about, you know, if you've tested positive, you know, you stay home and isolate or, or uh, quarantine for, uh, isolate for the five days, you quarantine if you've been exposed for the five days, if you return to work, they should wear a tightly fitting mask for an additional five days. Um, you know, I think as things have become more um, conclusive in terms of the uh, level of illness and it's people's response to it, they have reduced those numbers. Um, but again, you know, I think they've also recognized that people are m- much more aware of, um, you know, themselves and what the risk is for that individual. Um, so, you know, I think there are people that will still do the 14 days. Um, there are people who, again, will stay home because of the, the pre-existing conditions they have. And, you know, those are the people we want to support. You know, we support the people who feel comfortable not wearing the mask. And we support people that mm-hmm. feel like it's it's concerning to them and they want to continue to take precautions. Um, you know, I think that's the positive thing is, you know, now people are very thoughtful about it. And um, the reason that we don't need to do the level of contact tracing we did in the past is people know where to get the information. They know who to call if they have a question. They may have tested positive in the past, so they've sort of been through the, the, um, the list of facts that we provide them. Um, but we, you know, we know that there are people who still are going home because they're sick, and um, they still are being impacted in that way. We still know there are businesses who have had multiple employees out at once because they've been ill. Um, so it still does impact mm-hmm. the community, and um, we appreciate those that take are aware of the precautions they need to take, and then they implement those. I have a couple of questions. I know I have a couple of minutes, and I know you've got a lot of meetings today. Sure, sure. Um, the, uh, the question, I, I find it astounding. I've, I've known some couples where uh, the husband or wife has come down with COVID, and one of the spouses doesn't get it. They right. just don't get it. Right. <laughs> Makes you think maybe some people are just immune to it. I don't know. Kind yeah, of odd. Well, again, you know, you you never know from whom you necessarily get it. No, um, I some know. people probably have it and never test and never know they had it. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Other people they may test just because they had to or they were curious. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had people say, you know, I had the sniffles for a couple of weeks and I finally decided I'll just take a test and see. And I was shocked when I found out that I had it. So, um, you know, it may be that the the spouse had it first never tested for it, the second person tested and they're positive, yeah, I and see by what the you time mean, the first one no goes symptoms. and takes the test, they've now mm-hmm. shown up as negative. And this last question, too, uh, 
which confuses some folks. All right, say you uh, you know get the sore throat, you got the cough or whatever, some of the other things, and um, you got your kit, you test positive. Should you call your doctor to try to get that pill? Or in cases that are mild, they don't want to do that? Yeah, I always say talk to the doctor, and that way you can explain you know, when you tested positive and if you're in the window of being able to, to get um, the, the, um, the pill. Um, there are minute clinics out there that you can go to where they have an, you know, an APRN or someone on site, and what they say is you know, feel free to connect with them. Um, you can talk to them. If it's indicated for that individual, then they can provide it or offer it to you. And if it's not, then they won't. Um, you know, the best thing to do is have that conversation if you'd like. Um, and if you can reduce the, the symptoms, um, all the better for that individual. So that's what the pill is supposed to do, uh, make you recover quicker and reduce symptoms? Right. You know, and that's, that's what we're, you know, hoping that people will take advantage of is, is again, those types of things that can... Um, you know, improve their recovery. Um, and we also want to make sure that people, um, you know, will use those resources that are available to them. So, you know, if they don't have self-test kits and they need them, communities still potentially will have them. If they don't, you can still order them. Um, you know, you can still do the, the federal government will send you self-test kits if you need them. Um, I've talked to people that said, hey, I'm going on a, a vacation. I know there's going to be a lot of folks there. I'm going to bring the kits with me just in case. And that way, if I do test positive, I know it's you know time to, to avoid others and um, do something different than the activities that were planned. Um, you know, knowing where there's a, a minute clinic or those type of places um, within the community where you're going to if you're going to be traveling, um, making sure that you connect with the people where you're going to be visiting to see if there's been people that have been sick, um, or you know, let them know if you've recently been mm-hmm. sick. Um, and why you can't make it. So it's real just common sense type of things. Um, sometimes I feel silly talking to people about things that I'm sure they already know. Um, but again, I think those strategies that we've used have worked really well. Um, you know, I'm, I'm so happy to be at the place we're at right now. Um, we recognize there are still people that, you know, will, will uh, pass from this illness and people that still will be hospitalized. Um, mm-hmm. So we don't want to minimize that piece of it. Um, but to be in a better place as a community, as a whole. Um, and now we can focus on all those other things. We have to worry about uh, interest rate increases and <laughs> gas prices and Good you know, going to the grocery store and, and yeah. emptying our pockets. It, mm-hmm. you know, there's always something to worry about, um, and we just want to make sure that you feel that you, know, you have resources available to deal with this, and then you know, we'll, we'll be happy to provide you support with whatever we can as a health district. Are there any uh, vaccines to lower gas prices? Yes, it's it's called the uh, the uh, you know more oil and uh, you know lowering the interest rate uh, gas vaccine. <laughs> My arm is out here. No, so I honestly I feel you know every day just driving to work it's it's painful. Um, you know I think we're we're just happy that we're able to be around people now. We're excited. We go out and do the temporary events now, and you just see how happy people well, are, we are. They are doing happy. things. Um, you know, from the vendors we deal with to um, the people that are running these events, you know, keeping in mind that it's all most of these things we go to are volunteer-based. Um, businesses are happy to be reopened. They're happy to be active and busy within the businesses. Um, we're happy to see how many people survived um, business-wise because that was a big fear we had in the beginning. And mm-hmm. it seems like a lot of our restaurants and other businesses are, are thriving now, which is great. 
Um, so, you know, let's enjoy where we're at at this point. Um, just keep those precautions in mind, and, you know, hopefully we won't see any significant increase in the fall. Well, Patrick, it's always a pleasure from the Anchors Health uh, District. Can you uh, hold on the line a bit? I want to just talk to you a little bit off the air. Sure. And, um, Happy to. I'm going to bring in the news. Thank you. I'll be right back with you, Patrick. Patrick McCormick, always uh, up to date with information we need. Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 and 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. After the news, we have a completely open topic hour. So I hope you'll join us then. In the meantime, it's 11 and here. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We have two breaking stories from overseas this morning. Britain's leader has announced he's stepping down, but first to Russia. WNBA star Brittany Griner being led into a courtroom near Moscow where she has pleaded guilty to drug charges. CBS's Jim Krasula has the details. Russian news agencies reported that speaking through an interpreter, Brittany Griner said she had acted unintentionally because she was packing in haste. She was detained in February at a Moscow airport after vape canisters with cannabis oil were allegedly found in her luggage. The WNBA star and two-time Olympic gold medalist faces up to 10 years in prison if she were to be convicted of large-scale transportation of drugs. Reiner's wife, Sherelle, spoke at a free BG rally at the Footprint Center in Phoenix last night. I'm frustrated that 140 days have passed since my wife has been able to speak to me, to our family, and to her friends. I'm frustrated that my wife is not going to get justice. Sherelle Greiner spoke with President Biden by phone yesterday, said he told her the White House is working hard to try to bring Britney home. A scandal in the U.K. has led to British Prime Minister's demise. Correspondent Vicki Barker says he'll resign. Boris Johnson accepting that the protest resignations of some 60 cabinet ministers, aides and department heads in two dizzying days had left him no choice. The herd instinct is powerful when the herd moves it moves and my friends in politics no one is remotely indispensable not clear whether johnson will get his wish to stay till his fellow conservatives elect his successor his fed up party may try to appoint a caretaker prime minister before that vicky barker cbs news london former police officer derek chauvin will be sentenced at federal court in minneapolis today for violating george floyd's civil rights wcco tv's esme murphy chauvin can choose to speak at the sentencing at last year's sentencing in the state trial, he turned to the Floyd family and said this. I want to give my condolences to the Floyd family. Um, there's going to be some other information in the future that would be of interest. And uh, I hope things will give you some some peace of mind. Since then, he has appealed his state conviction. An attorney for the Floyd family tells WCCO Floyd family members will be in court for the sentencing. Weekly jobless numbers up a touch to 235,000. Mortgage rates have fallen to 5.3% from 5.7 last week. Dow up 272. This is CBS News. Find great hires fast with Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search engines don't always get it right. And when they're wrong, it's your reputation on the line. 
So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 800-401-6681. Reputation Defender is one of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. We have over a decade of experience in fixing people's search results, and we can help you, too. Using cutting-edge approaches, Reputation Defender pushes unflattering information down to lower pages of your search results, where few people ever look. We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take control with Reputation Defender. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 800-401-6681 for free advice on your situation. That's 800-401-6681. New numbers from the U.N. find millions more people around the world are struggling with poverty. The report cites a staggering 71 million more people are living in poverty following soaring food and energy prices amid Russia's war against Ukraine. The United Nations Development Program's report also says in low-income countries, families spend 42% of their income on food. But as Western nations move to sanction Russia, prices for staple foods like wheat, sugar, and cooking oil soared. And on top of that, Ukraine's blocked ports and its inability to export grain further drove up prices. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. Here in the U.S., a Grammy-winning actor and an Olympic champ will be awarded the nation's highest honor. What law is there say I got to like you? No. President Biden will present Denzel Washington, Simone Biles, and former Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords with the Medal of Freedom today. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Stu Breyer, WICHAM and FM, and it's time for round two of our program. It's an open hour. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island, the Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Uh, Patrick does such a great job. Yonkers Health Center and Sue Dubs helping us out all the time. 89-5252 is our telephone number, and welcome welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu Breyer. Good morning, Marvin. How are you? Good. You know, I worked with Pat- Patrick um, for two years. I worked for TVCCA for two years, and uh, he has become a good friend of mine. And it was nice listening to him on the, the show today. Yeah, he's a terrific guy. You're right. Yep. Uh because uh, health is uh, is very important, and I learned that here recently when I had a lot of gallbladder trouble, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I learned how health is very important. And it's going to be your again, number one thing. You know, uh, and as you age, let me tell you what: as you as you age, you really have to look at your health with with more focus. That's the best advice I can give to anybody out there. Mm. So. Yes, sir. You talked about TV shows, Mm. and now we're going to talk about TV shows. Because my favorite TV show was The Munsters. Very popular show. Extremely popular. They made movies out of it, too. Mm -hmm. 1313 Mockingbird Lane. Yeah, yeah. And the Munster Mobile, and uh, <clears throat> that was that was probably for me 
that was probably one of the most entertaining television shows ever. Even though I do like westerns and I like shoot 'em ups and that sort of thing, but that show really, um, you know. Um, well, for folks that didn't see it the first time around, I think you can get it on some stations still. It's still hanging around. Just Google it. Yeah. Just, or, you know, Duck, Duck, Go. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't Google, you can Duck, Duck, Go. Just just get it up. You can pull it up. Or go to YouTube or, you know, there's a million ways you can find stuff. You can find anything. Let me tell you what. On a computer, you can find anything. And um, <clears throat> so we're going to talk about another TV show and this is, a, this is a bit of trivia that most people don't know but I'm going to disclose this to everybody what was the first television show to air in this American television show what was the first American television show to air in Russia wow that's an interesting question. I love Lucy. You know, that's a great that's a great answer because you know, I love Lucy was a great show. The first television show to air in Russia was Doc Tari. Oh, really? Yeah. Remember Doc Tari? Not really too much, no. Well, the movie is great cuz it's John Wayne. Mhm. And um and then they had the the series the first series to air in Russia was Doc Tari. Well, that's an, I would have thought it was like I Love Khrushchev or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I Love Khrushchev. Yeah. <laughs> well, Khrushchev was gone by that time. Doc Tari aired about, I don't know, later 60s. Well, it's nice to have Russia have one of our <laughs> American shows. Uh, maybe we were getting along that week. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Marv. You know what you. I think it's about? Let me tell you what, it's all about the money. It's all about who's got the money and what goes on. Do you know when when Arm and Hammer went over, and I know we have products called Arm and Hammer, but there was a man named Arm and Hammer, and he was a multimillionaire here in the, in the United States, and he went over to Russia in the early 1920s, and he knew Lenin. He spoke with Lenin. And you know what Lenin told him? Lenin said to him, communism is not working. Lenin said that, yeah. Lenin said that to Armin Hammer, because Armin Hammer was an American industrialist. And a lot of American industrialists went over to Russia in the early 20s, and... uh, it's very interesting. Should have he should have hit uh, Lennon over the head with baking soda. Well, I'll tell you what. If there's another thing, Google or DuckDuckGo, Lennon did not die a very noble death. He he ended up with some kind of crippling disease, and uh, you know he died very very shortly um, after the revolution. Well, I uh, I wonder if he had any regrets at his last breath. I got to run, Marv, but thank you. Adios. Adios, amigo. Welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, Super Joe. Hi, Joe. I got yeah. I got to do first and foremost because Marvin just got off the air. 
Uh, uh, the best thing today made my day was hearing Patty call you in and check in with you, Stu. Yeah, good. She sounds good. She's been through a yeah. lot as we figured something was wrong, yeah. Well, of course, you know, and that's, we all go through ailments and have things. And your guest, uh, Pat, that's my middle name, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, McCormick, yeah, and I'm a mix, too. You know that. He, he he gave a lot of great information on, we need to be updated on blues. Uh, I never was allergic to anything in my life, Sue. And, and I get allergies now and stuff, and you're not... You're not immune to those things as you get older. And I didn't know these things, okay? Mm-hmm. Some and people, uh, some people. Out, yeah, no, that pollen in the air and all, it really, it really it irritates me a little bit in, in my sinuses and things. And when I was a kid, I could run, play. I would love to challenge you in Wolfle Bowl, by the way. I was one of the best. I used to load my plastic bat up with newspaper, cut the bottom off. I made it so heavy, and I can knock that wolf ball over any telephone pole in the world. But listen, I got two other things, because I don't want to hock up yourself. Okay, what you got, what you got, what you got? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, that, that woman uh, that plays it for the NBA, uh, the WNBA, yep. I don't feel sorry. I don't feel sorry for her. She went over there, and Larry would back me up on this one. In, in certain countries... It's totally serious uh, drugs and stuff. And and my wife, she's crying the blues to Biden. Oh, I haven't talked to her in 140 days. Too bad. If, if I was in the Navy today and, and did that, I'd be held accountable. The other thing is Boris Johnson, he stinks. I'm glad he's getting out of there. He don't belong there. And the last thing, okay, so I got Patty, I got that. Uh, and the last thing is, can you play it? You played it years ago for me. It's called the Chocolate Dykes. Uh, it was a <laughs> weird song. Yeah, I remember I it. it can, yeah. Can you play that? If I have it, I'll play it for you, bud. You got it in the vault. I know you do, Stu. I'm gonna go find that. I'll go in your vault, and then you'll have me arrested okay. by Larry. I, I love you. I hope I don't get lost in there. Thank you. Hi, welcome to the program. Good morning. In the second hour, Stu. This is for Marvin. I assume that was the Munster theme song. <laughs> I think it was. All right. Um, wow, we got uh, so many things on the table. Talk about your point of view on any of these subjects. Let me uh, take this call before the break. Eight eight nine five two five two is the number. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Um, crazy uh, start yes. today mm-hmm. from your show. Um, I wanted to say that, remember Poindexter? I think it was a cat with glasses and always knew the answer. I'm familiar with the name. I'm not really familiar with the show. Well, I I think of Marvin that way. Mm -hmm. You know, he always knows the answer. Um, And you were talking about commercials or TV shows and whatever, Things have come a long way, especially, um, you know, uh, 
I, I'm thinking of the commercials that they have on TV nowadays. They're very risque. Yes, they do that purposely to make sure that uh, you pay attention. Okay, I was just wondering if you noticed that because they're showing like women's body and underwear and their bras and the guys in their shorts and well, all the, the pills you could take. They want to sell the um, product, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Does so, that bother uh, you? I just, I just, all in all, I think the morals have changed a lot. So this is what we get. And it is forever changing uh, for the good, for the bad. I, it remains to be seen, but it doesn't look like it's going in, a, in the uh, right this, um, direction. It's a good question. What is moral and what is immoral? I mean, it's different for everybody. Well, you know what? For the most part, <clears throat> when you have a depletion of a family unit, uh, and they don't engage with your children. And, you know, I'm looking at these mass shooters, and you can tell just by looking at something, uh, these pictures, um, they had wide open eyes, and they don't look healthy, you know. And I'm just saying, just looking at somebody, where this is all coming uh, from is the depletion of. Parenting. Well, let me tell you this. This is very interesting, and I learned a lot about this the other day, that most of these mass shooters are on some kind of prescription drugs. Yeah, now, you could tell. You know, I Obviously, they're not working, or maybe they're even provoking them more. I do not know, but it's kind of I interesting. Don't know. You know, um, on one hand, I feel sorry for them because they're, they're not getting the right help. You know, I, I feel sorry. I know they did the damage, but to look at them, there's something wrong with this, uh, the society. Well, it seems like there's a lot of people not getting the right help these days, then. Uh, I, I really don't have the answers. I wish I did, but people well, need to be aware. Well, don't seem to recognize it. Um, they seem to have the excuse like, my child, when anything happens... But they don't take any responsibility. There's. It's true. A lot of parents will say that. They'll say, well, I never thought uh, they were at this point, uh, this or that. You know, They all seem to have the same uh, response to it. I can't imagine a parent that is in tune to their child couldn't see some of the uh, symptoms. I just can't imagine. I know. All right, thank okay, you. thank you, Stu. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Yeah, hi, Stu. Hi. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. I want to talk about energy. I guess I got some this morning. I'd but like a little energy, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, uh, Cal Thomas, in the opinion page of the day, he mm-hmm. really did a good, it's A6, a really good article on, on um, being green, and he made a lot of points. Like, for instance, um, lithium comes from China, or it costs twice as much now to fill up for our gas. You know, they want to take away, uh, you know, everything and make everything electricity. But, I mean, the, the gas thing, I'm going to mention that in a minute. But, um, the, but it's talking about how long it takes to charge 
depending on what level for your car, how much they're costing now, they're all going up, the new EV cars. And then he says, what if you were going to go, you had to evacuate in a hurricane and your battery ran out and there was no charging station? What are you going to do? You know, things like that. Um, And so at the end of it, he's relying on hoping that Republicans get in because he says the next two elections, if Republicans play their cards right, should reverse this imposition of green energy ideology, whatever, um, get us closer to energy independence again, allow technology to catch up, and more importantly, allow us the freedom to choose how we wish to transport ourselves. And that is true. Because women are out there, oh, I have to have a right to an abortion. My body, my choice. Okay, well, you know what? Our car, our choice. We, you know, there are so many things that people can go out there and pick it for. And that should be one of them. And, um, oh, wow. Do I see you going on the picket lines? No. Uh, All right. N- no, but... I do want to make a comment about Eversource. You know, they were not that bad a while back. And then all of a sudden, this going in with the Orsted uh, wind turbine thingy off the coast, now our prices are sky high that we are paying Eversource. Because, like, mine used to be only like maybe you know one twenty-five. It was pretty low. Now it's one ninety-nine, and it last during the winter it was in the 200 and it actually got up to 300 one time and so it's like i'm reading my bill and it says 88 dollars and 20 cents is the actual cost of ever source electricity 110 dollars and 89 cents to deliver and i'm thinking yeah you know what we're paying out for we are paying for them to to go in and build the wind turbines. That's where that delivery charge is coming from. I mean, get real. It's sickening. Now, I have been proven right. Um, Mark was in last night, okay? I think it was on Reuters. He said, you know that that oil that um, he released out of our reserves, right? And it's, it was supposed to bring our gas prices down. He said, well, guess what, people? You're absolutely I wanted to mention that, too, today, Susan. You were right. You reported that story. I've gotten more information on it. I think our listeners may be kind of shocked, but that extra oil uh, helping us up has gone to uh, other countries, including China. Yeah, China, India, the Netherlands. And last month, the Greek guy that I heard it from, he said, you know, he says, what kind of a president releases your emergency oil and gives it to foreign countries? He knew three ships went to Europe, and I heard that last month. Why would he send it to China? (laughs) There's got to be some reason for that. I have no idea. All our, our lithium batteries, every part of what we're doing to go green is going to line China's pockets. Everything. And it, he, I don't get it, but Mark Levin said our strategic reserve, or petroleum reserves, have not been this low 
since 1986. Mm-hmm. And he's given it away to foreign countries, not us. We don't have the luxury. How come they can have our oil to use, but we can't have our oil to use? You know one thing, that when we uh, kiss up to our enemies, it doesn't work. Something uh, weird is going on. I I got to move on, but thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Good morning. All right. How's everything in your land? (laughs) Oh, it's okay. It's quiet. And... um, uh, I wanted to make a comment about the people at Bates's Woods uh, shooting the fireworks mm-hmm. into the dogs' kennels. Yeah, that oh, was my disgusting. Mm-hmm. How how awful! I wondered, um, do they leave the um, there's a fenced area you know, that comes out of their kennel? Do they leave that open at night for the dogs to go in and out? I wonder. Well, I don't. I don't know, but I can't imagine that they would have a system where they could just go in and out somewhere. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they they have their individual cages, you know, mm-hmm. from the little kennel inside the building and then outside. But I wondered, um, I saw over the weekend, I, I went down there. It's very quiet, actually, at Bates's Woods. And um, I couldn't believe, I saw pickup trucks going down with uh, dirt bikes in the back of them and they went way into the Bates' Wood area into the where the old dump was. I used to bring the kids there to see Rocky the monkey. Rocky the monkey, so, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was another entrance that we used to get in. I think it's off of Broad Street. But there was two entrances to get in and out of Bates' Woods many years ago. But I see in the paper that they're having trouble with these kids on dirt bikes and four-wheelers. So after our visit to Bates's Woods, we went down to Fred Sheeney. So on the way back, we saw four or five dirt bikes on the streets. I think it was Montauk Avenue. So uh, I read, you know, the next day or so, that if anybody sees these uh, bikes or anything to report it. But, of course, I didn't know when I was at Bates's Woods that they shouldn't have been doing that, you know, with the the, bicycle, the motorcycles and such. Mm-hmm. So um, does that happen in Norwood, Sue? Any bikes? I'm sure there are. I, You know, I don't get to see too many, but because uh, Yeah, I mean, here. I just wondered if the kids... The kids are doing it here. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't go out much. Mm-hmm. But on the other half, my son said it's costing him in Canterbury a lot more money for the light service to come into the house. And he's beside himself. It's way up to $250 for the whole light bill. Um, I just don't know what people are going to do. And... Um, I see the Democrats are not too happy with President Biden. No, they don't want to, to really, when they're campaigning, they don't want him around. They don't want to even bring up his name. Many wow. of them. Not all of them, obviously, but many of them. Well, things have got to change pretty darn quick. And uh, thanks to uh, Susan and Marvin, and I'm get, very glad to hear Patty this morning. Yes, yeah, she's doing so, better. Mm-hmm. She sounds very good. So... um 
everybody have a pretty good day, all right? All right. Listen, uh, you sound good to me, too. I can always tell by your voice. You're, you're oh, feeling thanks okay. Oh, a lot, Stu. Really? Yeah. It was very hot for me yesterday, mm-hmm. and I've got to be careful of uh, the hot air because of my breathing, you know. I have to be careful but, of my hot air on the air. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Mm-hmm. You're a pleasure. You make my day all these years. All right, okay. buddy. Be well. Bye-bye, dear. Thank you. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning to you, Mr. Stoke. Hello, Larry. What's on your mind, buddy? Uh, what happened to your big all-star pitcher last night? What did I tell you yesterday? Well, he saw he's, a minor, he's a minor leaguer. He, he's yeah. pitching against major league ball players. Well, that's because they were in desperation. They brought him up too soon. You were right. No, he's got plenty of bullpen people. Cora sucks as a manager. You know something? They're in a runoff of their life at a, a playoff spot. And he's playing games with minor league pitchers against Tampa Bay of all teams. Well, he's looking for a miracle there, and it didn't happen. No, he doesn't know how to use his bullpen. How come other teams use their bullpen when they don't have a starting pitcher? Well, first of all, our bullpen is not that great. Secondly, we only got one run, so it wouldn't have mattered. Well, right. This this guy should listen. This guy should have been right back down in the minors where he belongs. He can't pitch. I watched this guy in a few minor. He can't pitch against major league hitters. He's not ready for that stuff yet. Should have nope. never been brought up. This kid is going to have a bad feeling about himself now. You bring a kid up too early to do to face batters like Tampa Bay. Well, don't be surprised he, he, if he doesn't get another start before they send him down. I don't think they're they... going to nail him again. Probably. You're right. You're right. You're right. So the kid's not ready for the big time. So no, they um, were licking their chops at him. I knew that. I mean, I yeah, saw Chris that. Hill, we'll see what Chris Hill does. He pitched last night in AAA. I have no idea what he did. Uh, they didn't put it on TV, so I know he started last night on AAA, and that's supposed to be his only uh, uh, pitching with them. He's supposed to be coming back next week with, right. with the, well, with let's the big look boys. At it. Let's look at it realistically. When he does start, he'll probably go three or four innings, and that'll be it. And um be a long time before he can, if he does it at all, hang in yeah. there for a real game. And a couple of things Joey brought up on him this morning. Joey was right. I don't care about that Russian woman. Okay? She 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 knows how Russian authority is compared to the United States. They're brutal over there. And you want to go to a Russian airport with with uh with Hashis or whatever she had the oil in, in in her luggage? You want how stupid can you be knowing that they're going to find it and then you're going to serve 10 years in prison? Okay? And then they go crying to President Biden, "Get me out of here, please. Get me out of here." And how about so she could stay right there for 10 years for all I care. I have no sympathy for her whatsoever. Uh, number two, those other two or three people from the United States thought they were heroes. They're not heroes, they're idiots. They left their families here, and they went over to Ukraine to think they're going to fight in a war, and now they're captured by Russia, two of them, and one got killed. These three people aren't, aren't heroes in my book. They're idiots. They had no business leaving their family here and going over there where they don't belong. Well, I understand what you're saying, and it's the I, the number one reason is don't leave your family, and number of the other situation is they wanted to help the Ukraine, who are being uh, just brutally, brutally attacked now by Russia, and they just wanted to help out. And I'm sorry they well, got caught, and I'm sorry they got killed. Yeah, one got killed, and two's two's in Russia's uh, command now, and they're going to get. Now they're talking about executing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the, the both of them. So, listen, the Pentagon have told these people numerous times to stay the hell out of there. You have no business being over there. That's not your war. It's not the United States war. You have no business being there. And, and, and that's that's it. And they go there anyways, and then they and then they get killed or they get uh, captured. Next thing you know, they're crying back home here to the United States. Get me out of here, please. Get me out of here. You should have never been there in the first place. But you're gonna then feel. You you got to feel a little bad for the basketball player. I mean, obviously Russia hates us. They're going to do anything to aggravate everybody. With so, uh, what is she? What is she doing at the Russian airport? She, with, with, with her, her she's of course, it was her luggage. What she knows, it was absolutely she stupid. Knows they're going to find absolutely stupid. Absolutely, yeah, real. So I, I don't know what to tell her. Number one, I wouldn't have went to Russia even if I was perfect. I had nothing in my suitcases. Mm -hmm. I would not have gone to Russia. Russia is not a place to go whether you want to play basketball, visit the place, or whatever you want to do. Russia is off limits. Don't, doesn't pe don't people get this? Obviously China now. China is off limits. Why, why would anybody want to go to China to visit China knowing there's a possibility that you're not coming home? I don't know. I had no desire to go there. Uh, I don't know. I don't understand it myself, but not well, too many people are going there now. I don't know how they can make these decisions. I really don't. I thought they were smarter than this, especially the basketball player. She has a wife here at home. Uh, 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 she's got family here. She just takes off on a plane to Russia with, with illegal drugs, gets caught. Now she's going to serve 10 years in a slammer, and... And now they're all crying to the president to get her out. Well, the only way she's going to get out, and you know that, is some kind of a prisoner swap or some kind of a deal with Russia. Other than that, they're going to uh, take full advantage of having her in their jail, especially now, these days. Yeah. All right, okay, so buddy. who do we got today, the Yankees? Yeah, we got the Yankees today. But we got a good yeah. pitcher today. I think Walker's pitching. He's a good pitcher. Yeah, Walker's, Walker's all right, but... Uh, we got to stop this. Uh, we we, we got to get off this nonsense pitching AAA ball players when we're going into the uh, four, we're going into the All Star break and we're fighting for uh, uh, the position of, of uh, making the playoffs. And, and he's just dragging up people from AAA and AA to see how they're going to pitch. This, well, this is this is mind boggling. Don't forget, Larry. Like don't forget, we got a lot of injuries, and that's why they're doing it. You know that. Yeah, well, okay. that, that's another thing. I don't even want to talk about injuries. They call them injuries. I don't call them injuries. <laughs> okay, what do you want to call them, Harry? <laughs> I call them crybabies. Just like I told you about Bogus the other night. He got spiked at second base, and he had a little blood coming out of his thigh. It probably needed a stitch or two, and it kept him out of the game the following day. Well, maybe they didn't want it to break open again. Hey, I'll talk okay. to you later. All right, later. See ya. <laughs> what should we call injuries? goes in clusters, doesn't it, with baseball teams, and all of a sudden there's five, six people out. WICH weather mix of sun and clouds, high 81. Tonight, mostly cloudy, 65. Tomorrow, partly and mostly cloudy. Slight chance of an afternoon shower, high 84. Saturday, in the park, sunny, 80, and Sunday, sunny and 81. Let's get to another call in just a little bit here. 
This is a public notice from the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We are pleased and thankful for our continued growth due to customers who demand a real tree service company that continues to invest in state-of-the-art equipment, which includes our famous Nifty Lift with its lawn-friendly tires. Not only the Nifty Lift, but also our newest lift, the Dinosaur. Watch it soar up to 92 feet to handle hard-to-reach heights. Tasmanian Tree Devil will take away the question, are they insured? We will show proof of insurance while meeting with you. Why hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil? The owner, Edwin Adams, is a member of the Connecticut Tree Protective Association and is also an accredited Better Business Bureau member with an A-plus rating. Hire the company that takes care of both its employees and customers. Hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We show up when we say we will, and we do what we say we are going to do. What more can you ask for? Call 860-917-1953. Protect your family, protect your farm. FarmSafe 811 reminds you to never assume location or depth of underground pipelines and utilities. Always contact 811. Learn more at farmsafe811.org. How do you make the most of your land? Shaw does it behind the wheel of a John Deere 1025R compact tractor. Why do I go by Shaw? Shaw stands for skilled hands at work. And he lives up to the name as he uses his versatile tractor to make my yard look as beautiful as I possibly can. But the Hubbards use their 1025R to do both vegetables and my flowers as well. It's exciting, putting yourself out there, learning something new. And with a long list of easy-to-attach implements, ranging from a front loader to a box blade and backhoe, they both can make the earth take the shape that I wanted to take. Because the beauty of having land is deciding how to make it yours. I'm allowed to do anything with this tractor. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deer. D.H. Marvin has been a John Deere dealer for over 85 years. See D.H. Marvin on South Main Street in Colchester to see what they have available or to place your order today. Well, I'd rather have a John Deere than a Dear John letter. Let's uh, take this call. You're on the air. Welcome. Yes, good morning, Stu. Hello there, young man. What's up? Hey, I, won't, I won't be long. I have to go walk three miles. All right. Be careful. It's very right. hot. Mm-hmm. It was nice to hear from Patty on the radio this morning. Yes, yes. Good news you know? that she's home and doing all right. Yeah, that's good. And uh, as far as uh, that Griner woman over in Russia, I kind of agree with Larry on that. She she knew what she was doing. You know, she. I mean, you know, it's very stupid. But you know, I you want to get ten years in Russia for being stupid. I you know, it's over here. It would uh, she'd pay a twenty five dollar fine, of course. So now, now what they're going to do is use her for a poker chip. Oh, absolutely. You know, and uh, what are they going to give up to get her back home? That's the question. Will it ever come out? Well, yeah, it could come out. You know, we have certainly some people, uh, spies or something that we have uh, in custody. There's got to be something. And And how about that other prisoner that's over there? He was there like over three years. And he was supposed to come back when they did the last swap. Of prisoners, and he didn't come back. I don't think he's he, coming he back be, ever. If they make a deal, they sh- he should come back with her. If anything, you can trust you. You think we can trust Russia with some kind of a deal? <laughs> I don't know. Well, they made a deal on the last one. They yeah, they do. Prisoners, they swapped prisoners, right? Yeah, once in a while that happens. I understand yeah. what you're saying. But this but guy's been over there for three and a half years. He should be coming back first. Is this the guy that was uh, used to parade against uh, Putin? 
because no, you're thinking of somebody else. All right, you know the guy that got out of uh, Russia, and then he, for some wacky reason, he went back there and was immediately yeah, they arrested. Put him in a, a hard labor prison. Yeah, now. he's. Uh, I'm surprised he survived this long. Well, he they put him in a hard labor prison. Yeah, they. Uh, you know, I heard he was on a hunger strike, and then he was very sick, yeah. and now I, I don't know. Probably uh, he'll a, he'll, he'll never see. Person. He'll never get out. Okay, this is somebody else. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'd like to know what they're going to give up to, to get her back. That's all. No, they're going to have to give up something. It looks that way. But th that guy should come back with her. He, she shouldn't be coming back alone. That's well, been over, there for over three years. We certainly hope so. I hope they can get out of there and uh, never go back there. That's for sure. I wonder what this has done to Russia's economy because, you know, people would go on vacations and go to Russia and can't imagine anybody's going there anymore. Just can't imagine it. We don't have to worry about terrorists too much anymore. Our own people are killing us. <laughs> yeah. That's another story. All right, yeah. buddy. All right, later. Later. Take care. Uh, WICH 889-5252. The Norwich Sea Unicorns have unveiled a fun-packed schedule this summer at Dodd Stadium. Join them and WICH this Thursday, July 13th, as they take on the Brockton Rocks. It's camp day with a special start time of 11 a.m. For tickets or more info, visit GoSeeUnicorns.com. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Do you wonder if it's okay to treat a headache by yourself? I'll be back with some ways to determine how to handle this situation. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. There are several types of headaches not due to any underlying cause that you may treat yourself. These include a migraine headache, as long as it's been previously diagnosed by a doctor, a tension headache, or a cluster headache. Ask your pharmacist to help you choose an over-the-counter product to treat these types of headaches. But always see a physician if your headache was preceded by a blow to the head, if your headache is brought on by exertion or exercise, or if you think your headache might stem from a sinus infection. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. WIC, it's welcome to the program. Hello. Hi there. I would like to uh, contribute to the conversation this morning. I have a Newsmax magazine that was sent to me in the mail, and there's an article in it by Dick Morris, and it's just a couple of uh, paragraphs here where he is commenting about the election of 2020. I'm not going to read the entire thing, but there's uh, some important things. Boy, I haven't heard that name in a long time, Dick Morris. No. Mm -hmm. A night to remember, he writes, election night 2020 was one of the most dramatic and shocking I ever witnessed. Having been around politics for a long time, I am rarely shocked. But as Trump rolled up win after win, even taking Florida by hundreds of thousands of votes, the largest margin for a Republican in 30 years, 
Fox News refused to call the state for him. Why? It was clear Trump had won Florida by a near landslide. And then Arizona happened. At 10 p.m. Eastern Time, polls closed in Arizona, and within 20 minutes, as some voters were still online waiting to cast their ballots, Fox News called the state for Biden. It was astounding, as Florida had yet to be called. As the night wore on, it was clear to me what the game was. Fox News was helping Biden. Not knowing the final results in states including Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Wisconsin, Fox News was helping to give certainty, quote-unquote, to Biden's win. Even if Biden lost a state here or there with Arizona, he would ultimately be the winner, or so they thought. Almost every news organization waited more than a week to call Arizona. It was that close. But Fox News somehow knew better than almost everyone else. How? Well, the head of the Fox News election desk was a very partisan Democrat. His name is Arnon Mishkin, and he's well-known and liked in Democratic circles. He was a close advisor to Hillary Clinton and donated to Barack Obama's presidential campaign. And yes, he was the man making the decision calls at Fox News on election night. Any reputable news organization would have fired Michigan for both malpractice and conflict of interest based on what happened that election night, but not Fox. In fact, last year... Fox News CEO Suzanne Scott proudly announced that Michigan would be rehired to oversee election night coverage for both the 2022 and 2024 elections. Writing on the wall, China and Soros. Uh, thank you for your time. Right, interesting article. Thank you, sir. Yep, bye. Seems unusual to uh, put that category with Fox News because everybody feels that they're ultra-conservative and... Uh, to me, most of the time they are, but interesting story. Hello, welcome to our program. Swaps? Uh, yeah, okay, it's quarter of 12. You can throw something on. Okay, thanks, Stu. I'm actually looking for a, a cot, either a single-size cot or a queen-size cot that will fold up very, very clean, that uh, you know comes from a very clean place. And I can spend up to 50 bucks on it. And my number in Groton, as long as they're close to Groton, uh, is 860-333-2498. you said? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Thank you. Well, let's see. Jellyfish. Be careful with jellyfish. They are a pain in the foot, for sure. So there are tiny jellyfish that are packing a strong sting. They're warning residents about tiny jellyfish that pack a powerful sting. So be careful of those on the beach. They're odd things, aren't they? Jellyfish? Where do they come from? Mm, Jello? No. Environmental management says clinging jellyfish recently have been found... In some areas, Rhode Island, Connecticut, the agency said adult clinging jellyfish are about the size of a dime, have an orange-brown cross mark on their transparent bodies. They sting, can be extremely painful, and can lead to hospitalization. 
They advise co-hoggers and others using shallow protected water bodies to wear boots, waders, or wetsuits for protection. If stung, rinse with vinegar or hot water. If symptoms worsen, officials recommend seeking medical help. Huh. Size of a dime. Welcome, you're on the air. Hi. Oh, is this about the size of a dime? Well, give us at least two cents worth. What you got? Well, you've been given the uh, nose of a moose. The nose of a moose. Yeah. The the, uh, statement about Fox News, which you always worshipped, I don't worship. I don't worship Fox News, but I think they are the most honest network that we have. The most honest, Mm -hmm. but they uh, uh, provide. You know, this is. uh, uh, You know, your nose is going to be really swollen here in a minute, uh, Mr. Breyer. But not for me. I'm just, uh, you know, from the facts of the matter. So, uh, not not like Pinocchio either. However, um, you don't have to go. with the uh, Grainer thing, or Gainer, whatever her name is, <clears throat> to uh, uh, say you want to avoid China. China's already here. We have uh, now probably be investigated for a thousand years. But, uh, the state of Once again, we, we tell people it's not the Chinese people, it's the dictatorship that runs them. Okay. okay. Yeah, right. Because uh, not only the Attorney General and the state of Connecticut, but uh, I know of uh, people. And come to find, they're married into the family. Of course, uh, they're one, fine one like was, other people. Uh, and she's the head of a uh, secret satellite, United States secret satellite program. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you never know, you know. Uh, big Brother is watching you. Uh, big Brother is uh, direct from downtown Beijing. Uh, so, no, I guess I don't want to go any further with the moose. Uh, okay, well, the moose is on the loose. Is that it for today? Well, you know, um, that that was a pretty hard hit you took, uh, Mr. Breyer, with uh, the uh, comment about... Uh, about Fox News? Yeah. No, I didn't take a hard hit. I know that they made mistakes during the election, calling them too soon or not soon enough. But... Uh, Hey, they're not perfect, obviously. Very well. All right, sir. Thank you. Thank you. 889-5252 at WICH. People love to hate Fox News, and certainly I don't agree with everything. But for the most part, many of the things they've said were not heard on other networks that have come to fruition. They were the first uh, network to talk about the Hunter Biden story which has now proven to be true, but it's still being covered up pretty much. And, of course, they didn't uh, put Donald Trump under the bus on the false Russian story, so you got to give him credit for that. Welcome to the program. Hello, Sue. Um, you know, I called your show the first time back in 1993. Mm-hmm. Because the topic of what, of, of our government being a democracy was being stated a lot, and I called to explain that we're not a democracy, that we are a republic, and I also explained it in in the simplest terms I could, and I'll do it again. Um, In a republic, let's back up, in a democracy, if 50,000 people elect you, and 51% of them want you to vote yes on a topic, well, you have to vote 
yes, because you're representing them as a, demo a democracy. In a republic, if 50,000 people elect and you decide that you want to vote no and 50,000 of them want you to vote yes, in a republic, you still vote the way you want to vote as the representative. You can vote yes. Mm -hmm. That's really the simplistic difference in a republic. But when I ended the call back in 93, I made mention, I made mention of the danger of a republic. The, the, the danger of a republic has come true. The problem with a republic is if one party overwhelms the other, with representatives, you basically become a one-party country. And that's basically what's going on right now. Most people don't realize it, but we are no longer a republic or a democracy right now. We are basically a democratic, uh, socialist, communist-run country. That's why you're seeing so much corruption. Anything about all these people burning. You're seeing basically a communist, one-party even if oh boy. the house come, you're cutting out a little bit on the phone there. I mean, I'm very interested in what you have to say, but it, the phone is cutting out a little bit. Water, sorry. It's okay. Um, maybe, maybe I can try to call. Maybe if you called back, we could get a little more into this. But uh, your, your phone is just going silent on me. Okay, I'll, I'll call back later, buddy. Oh, thank, thank you. you. I want to hear what you have to say. Thanks a lot. 1993, huh? What was I, 11 then? It's um, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Eight minutes before noon at WICH. Let's hear from you. We have plenty of time to take some more calls before the noon hour. This year, the Mystic Chamber of Commerce is celebrating the 100th anniversary of the beloved Mystic Bascule Bridge. Discover the bridge trail of bridge-related items created and available at local businesses. A portion of the sales from all the bridge trail items will go towards scholarships funded largely by Foxwoods Resort Casino. Download the Go Mystic app today where you'll find all the bridge trail information plus Mystic restaurants, shopping, events, and more. WICHAM and FM, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, Stu. Yes, sir. Did you ever get your second booster? I've had, uh, I've had, I think I've had three shots. Oh, you didn't get Because you said you're going to wait to see what the doctor told you. Well, My that, doctor gave me the second one. He gave you the second one. And then yeah. there's another one, isn't it? Uh, well, that's coming out in the fall. Well, that's the one in the fall. I, you yeah. know, I've lost track of my shots. I know. It's tough. <laughs> and no. The contest. When are they going to announce who won the contest? And what contest is that, sir? Oh. What would you voted on? You won't be voted for you on. Oh, gee, I don't know. I think it was sometimes in the middle of July. I. Oh, it's going to come out in July? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Well, I hope you get it. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. But, uh, hey, what are you going to do? Right? We voted for you, kiddo. That's all we could do. I know. I appreciate that. And just to be nominated. Yeah, that's uh, well, you deserve it. <laughs> All right. Timing, kiddo. All right. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. Get Thank some exercise. No, oh, yes, I need some with this hot weather. I've been a little <laughs> lax on the exercise. Gonna get out there. I feel so much better when I exercise or take a nice brisk walk or lift weights. Paper weights is what I you know, lifting weights you know, or hard pencils. 
News at noon in about six minutes, and then we'll have uh, good old fun with the lunchtime oldies. Yes, sirreeb. Well, three have pleaded guilty. You know, you always hear about these scams, but you never hear of anybody getting arrested. But three have pleaded guilty to financial scam targeted at grandparents. Three men have pleaded guilty to defrauding 14 Rhode Island seniors out of more than $350,000 by pretending to be their grandchildren. Boy, that's been around for a long time. U.S. Attorney Zachary Kunha said Tuesdays the victims range from ages 79 to 94 were all contacted by phone by someone claiming to be family members or attorneys. I don't know how many years this is going on and people are still getting caught. The callers typically claimed a grandchild needed money to bail for bail after being arrested during a motor vehicle accident. The victim was then instructed to hand off the cash to a courier sent to their home. Byron Valdez Espinoso and Diego Alacron, both 22 and from Union City, New Jersey, Jason Hatcher, 40, of New York, admitted to participating in the scheme last June during a hearing in Providence Federal Court. Grandparents, please don't get sucked into that scandal. It's been around for a long time. Prosecutors say the men defrauded the victims out of between 9500 and 85000 and were caught only after a family member intervened in one of the scams leading to the arrests. So I wanted to read that to you because a lot of people say, I bet they never arrest anybody for that. I wonder what the punishment will be, huh? Hmm. 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 Be interesting to find out. People are, you know, they call and some people even uh, get calls and they pretend that they're the grandchildren. They say, Grandpa, I'm in trouble. Can you help me? And uh, some people fall for it. Hmm? How about this? A, a Connecticut man was arrested Wednesday, charged with mailing more than 100 threatening letters to journalists, judges, public officials, and other individuals in Connecticut and elsewhere. Federal authorities said the 43-year-old from Hamden has been previously prosecuted, convicted, and sentenced for mailing similar threatening letters three prior times. He completed his most recent term of federal supervision in August of 2021. Obviously, didn't learn anything from it. Good grief, huh? And he went back to doing it again. Several of the letters mailed through the postal system said, if you don't obey what this letter says, along with others, including people in Washington, D.C., and everywhere with you, you all will be killed. A message was left seeking comment from a public defender who previously represented the man who appeared before a federal magistrate judge and was released on a $100,000 bond. About sending this guy a letter and saying you're getting 10 years in jail. How would that letter be, all right? No? Stories are amazing. You know, there's so many things in life to enjoy, so many things to do, and people spend so much time harassing people and trying to rip off people. It's just... It's very sad. But most people are not like that, and it's certainly nice to hear when they get caught, isn't it? 
Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street, in Norwich. Hello, you ever want to know about gold and silver and values? And the, Jackie is the the gal to talk to at Norwich Rare Coin and Jewelry. She's been doing it for many, many, many years. And uh, talk about integrity. She sure has a lot of it. I was thinking of a new superhero. Super politician. Somebody who has ethical humility can be bipartisan, honesty, a veteran. Let's look for super politician for the next election for president. We've got Superman and Batman and all of these other atomic mouse. We need super politician and somebody who's very good with financial situations as well. This is just one of my little fantasies I think of, because I think that would save our country, or at least give us the best shot. All right, let's get to your news at noon. Personality Radio, 1310 AM, WICH in Norwich and W233DB in Norwich, 94.5 FM. It is now noon. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A surprise guilty plea from Brittany Griner. The WNBA star has told a court near Moscow she didn't realize she'd packed pot oil in her suitcase before she headed overseas in February to play with a Russian team. Correspondent Ed O'Keefe. What she may have done here is pleaded guilty and made clear in court that she had no intention of committing a crime to try to get some kind of a lesser sentence or to leave open the possibility that there may be some kind of a deal underway between the United States and Russia to swap prisoners. Ryder's wife, Sherelle, spoke at a rally in Phoenix last night. Let's make sure this administration knows that they have our support to do whatever is necessary and that we are not going to ever be quiet until she's home safely. Brittany Griner faces up to 10 years in a Russian prison. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is giving in to overwhelming calls for his resignation. He made his announcement outside London's 10 Downing Street. It is clearly now the will of the Parliamentary Conservative Party that there should be a new leader of that party and therefore a new Prime Minister. And I've today appointed a cabinet to serve, as I will, until a new leader is in place. Johnson suffered a series of scandals during his three years in office. Yesterday, dozens of members of his government resigned. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin will be sentenced shortly for violating George Floyd's civil rights. A plea agreement calls for up to 25 years in prison. WCCO-TV's Esme Murphy says he's hoping to be under the watch of federal correctional officers. Chauvin will ask the judge if he can serve his time in federal, not state prison. Federal prison is widely seen as a better and safer place, especially in this highest of high-profile cases, to serve your sentence. Chauvin has also been convicted in a separate case on state murder charges. Electronic video games aren't as popular as they used to be. 
Correspondent Jim Crisula explains. Video game sales are set to fall this year for the first time in years as the industry that boomed during the pandemic faces a possible recession. Sales are predicted to drop just over 1% to $188 billion worldwide in 2022, according to the market data firm Ampere Analysis. Twitter has just announced it removes more than 1 million spam accounts every day and says it uses humans to sort out the fakes. Last month, Elon Musk threatened to call off his $44 billion bid to take over the company because of bogus accounts. The Dow up 242 points. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. You know, a lot of times you have to choose between something high quality or something that saves you money. But if you can get both, why not? Especially when it comes to health care. And that's MediShare. You get both. The typical family saves 500 bucks a month switching to MediShare. And that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. It's because MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge PPO network. So, yeah, really, you could save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. If you're self-employed or part of the gig economy, or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Here is the number you need. Call 866-88-BIBLE. That's 866-88-BIBLE. 866-88-BIBLE. More people considering a switch to electric cars. 14% of Americans tell Consumer Reports they want an EV for their next purchase. That's up from 4% two years ago. 71% would consider it. Author Quinta Warren says barriers remain cost and charging. Some of these barriers are simply perceived. They're not necessarily real, but we need to address them. Warren says the study was done just before gas prices spiked, so interest may have actually increased. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. Three songs from a Michael Jackson album released a year after he died have been removed from streaming services amid claims the vocals aren't his. Keeping your head up to the sky. In a statement, Jackson's estate and Sony Music say they chose to withdraw the tunes, quote, as the simplest and best way to move beyond the conversation once and for all. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Guys, stop putting your love life on hold. U.S. Pharmacy has some exciting news. If you've been wanting to try Viagra or Cialis, now's the perfect time. Call today and receive 90 little blue or little yellow pills for only $119 with free shipping. Why order some low-dose sildenafil from one of those subscription services when we can give you what you want now? Call 800-711-6818 and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? Call U.S. Pharmacy at 800-711-6818 for as little as only 119 for 90 pills. Need your package in a hurry? Call 800-711-6818 and ask about our express shipping option and we'll rush your order to you as soon as possible. Save money on this little blue or yellow pill you've been wanting to try. Again, 800-711-6818 It's time for Stu Breyer's Lunchtime Oldies Break. Nobody makes his memories like Stu. Here's your musical mix master, Stu Breyer. Three, two, one, 
That's before they were videotaping everything. Uh, Tommy James and the Shondells. Hello, lunchtime buddies. we got some great tunes for you. No rain in this forecast, but here's a little walk in it. I want her. I need her. And someday, somewhere, whoa, I'll meet her. She'll be candle shy and real good looking too. And I'll be certain she's my girl by the things she'll Black, the lead singer of the uh, America, Jang and the Americans and Walking in the Rain. They say that's just about the best exercise for you, whoever they are. You know, and then there's another day that say, well, there's something better. But walking is a good thing, especially if you're walking back to happiness. Let's do it. Funny, but it's true. Helen Shapiro. What loneliness can do. Since I've been away I have loved you more each day Walking back to happiness whoop oh yeah, yeah Said goodbye to loneliness whoop oh yeah, yeah I never knew I'd miss you Now I know what I must do Walking back to happiness I shared with you I'm making up for things I said whoop oh yeah, yeah And mistakes to which they led whoop oh yeah, yeah I shouldn't have gone away 
So I'm coming back today You're walking back to happiness I threw away Walking back to happiness with you Said farewell to loneliness I knew I laid aside foolish pride Learned the truth from tears I cried The news I'm on my way Oh, bye, oh yeah, yeah All my blues have blown away Oh, bye, oh yeah, yeah I'm bringing you love so true Cause that's what I owe to you Walking back to happiness I shared with you Walking back to happiness with you I said farewell to loneliness I knew Pride, learned the truth from tears I cried. Spread the news I'm on my way. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. All my blues have blown away. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm bringing you love so true. Cause that's what I owe to you. Walking back to happiness I shared with you. Walking back to happiness again. Helen Shapiro was the top female vocalist in the 60s in England, Great Britain. She was number one, the female vocalist with the most hits on the chart. And that one was so good that it got into this country, and we were playing it too. Listen, if you're going to take a walk, do it with rhythm. You know, a little motion in there, huh? Walking in
So if you are walking at uh, midnight or when it's dark out, make sure you have a flashlight so you can see where you're going. I once walked into a stop sign. <laughs> well, it was late and uh, I was walking very fast. Anyway, walking in rhythm is good. It's better exercise for you. So we're doing a little walking music here today just to get you thinking about, hmm, it's pretty good exercise, and we'll take a few more walks coming up. 94.5 WICH is celebrating summer this Friday at Howard T. Brown Park with the Norwich Harbor Fireworks. Brought to you by Foxwoods Resort Casino. There will be food trucks and music in partnership with the Greater Norwich Area Chamber of Commerce. All the fun starts at 5 p.m. and the fireworks blast off just after 9 p.m. Look for the WICH tent with Franco and your chance to win prizes at the Norwich Harbor Fireworks. Friday with 94.5 and 1310 AM WICH. By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about those sounds? Those are the sounds of a new laundry set that provides a powerful yet gentle clean in less time, making this the sound of savings on top brand appliances. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Get up to 25% off plus 750 instant savings on select appliances. Valid June 22nd through July 13th. U.S. only. Gas dryer extra. See store for details. Here's an interesting song about trying to find somebody. And I don't know why she's walking after midnight because the odds are pretty tough. You're not going to find anybody that way. But anyway, it was the first big hit for Patsy Cline. I go out walking after midnight out in the Patsy Klein on WICH, a little walking after midnight. We're doing some walking songs. Maybe we'll inspire people to get up. Well, you know, if you maybe you have a transistor radio and you want to get out now and uh, take a walk with me while we play these walking songs. 
How about uh, something by Walking My Baby Back Home? Any of you remember that song? Walking My Baby Back Home. It's done by uh, Johnny Ray, and I believe it was also done by Nat King Cole. So let's really dig into the archives from the vault and take a little walk with your baby. It's great after being out late Walking my baby back home Arm in arm over meadow and farm Walking my baby back home We go long harmonizing a song Or I'm reciting a poem Hours go by and they give me the eye Walking my baby back home We stop for a while She gives me a smile I snuggles her head on my chest We start to pet And that's when I get Her talcum all over my vest After I kind of straighten my tie She has to borrow my comb one kiss, then I continue again, walking my baby back home. of the dark so I have to park outside of her door till it's light she says if I try to kiss her she'll cry I dry her tears all through the night hand in hand to a barbecue stand right from her doorway we roam eats and then it's a pleasure again Walking my baby, talking my baby, loving my baby. I don't mean maybe walking my baby back home. Nat King Cole, so many hits. Started with the Nat King Cole Trio, had his own television show. And, of course, tons of hits like that one. Walking my baby. It's time to walk the dog. The dog usually gives you an indication. Here's Aerosmith. Walking the dog. Tough when there's no hydrants in the neighborhood.
a big dog. I think the dog used to walk me actually and uh, some dogs they'll scratch the door and you'll know they want to go out. You know that? And we actually had a dog, Teddy, who would bring the leash over which was kind of a hint, huh? We just walked the dog and this is a little confusing. It's called Walking My Cat Named Dog. The dog was chasing itself up a tree. Sound. 
think about confusing your dog. Just call him cat or something like that. Hey, let's uh, keep on walking, huh? And maybe you want to cross the street if you see somebody you don't want to talk to. Here's Walk of Life. see you tomorrow on some street in town. Pardon me if I don't say hello. I belong to another It wouldn't look so good To know someone I'm not supposed to know Just walk on by Wait on the corner I love you but we're strangers when we meet Just walk on by Wait on the corner I love you but we're strangers when we meet In a dimly lit corner At a place outside of town Tonight we'll try to say goodbye again But I know it's not over I'll call tomorrow night I can't let you go, so why pretend? Just walk on by Wait on the corner Walk on by, wait on the corner. I love you, but we're strangers when we meet. I love you, but we're strangers when we meet. Hey, Roy, how about the female perspective of that? version of walk on by huh if you see me walking down the street and i start to cry each time we meet walk on by walk on by make believe that you don't see the tears just
Dion Warwick at WICH. Just walk on by, and we're having a walking marathon in case you tuned in a little bit late. Let's go to the year 1963. All right. Walk vigorously. Walk like a man. sure you got good shoes now. You know, I want you to be comfortable when you take your walk today. And uh, here's a song about a little breakup. Walk away, Renee. Away, Renee, you won't see me follow. 
So many places we can walk. It's fun to walk on the beach, especially when it's low tide and the sand is uh, firm. And uh, Or maybe you've taken a little walk in Memphis. And a lot of memories in Memphis, huh? In Elvis territory. Put on my blue suede shoes and I boarded the plane. Touched down in the land of the Delta Blues in the middle of a pouring rain. W.C. Handy, won't you look down over me? Cause I've got a first class ticket and I'm blue as a boy can be. Walking in Memphis, walking with my feet ten feet off the field. Walking in Memphis, but do I really feel the way I feel? Saw the ghost of Elvis down on Union Avenue. Followed him up to the gates of grace when and watched him walk right through. Now security, they did not see him. They just
like to go to Graceland, huh? It mentions Elvis's uh, Elvis's rooms there in Graceland, and he's got all kinds of memorabilia. I don't know what it costs to go into Graceland now, but it's kind of expensive. You know that Elvis bought Graceland for $100,000. It's worth a little bit more today. Hmm? All right, while we're walking, you might as well see what's going on in the wild side. Lou Reed, Stu's Lunchtime Oldie Mix, doing some walking songs, get some exercise today. Holly came from Miami, FLA, hitchhiked away across USA. Plucked her eyebrows on the way Shaved her legs and then he was a she She says, hey babe Take a walk on the wild side Said, hey honey Take a walk on the wild side Candy came from out on the island she was everybody's darling But she never lost her head Even when she was given head She says, hey babe Take a walk on the wild side Said, hey babe Take a walk on the wild side And the colored girls go do 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 Here and a hustle there New York City is the place where they said Hey babe, take a walk on the wild side I said, hey Joe, take a walk on the wild side Sugar Pump Fairy came and hit the streets Looking for soul food and a place to eat to the Apollo You should have seen him go, go, go They said, hey sugar Take a walk on the wild side I said, hey babe Take a walk on the wild side Alright Jackie is just speeding away Thought she was Jim Dean for a day then I guess she had to crash Valium would have helped that fashion I said, hey babe Take a walk on the wild side I said, hey honey Take a walk on the wild side And the colored girls say Do, 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 Got some walking music today And with some bright sunshine I think we should take a little walk in the sunshine
Sure have a lot of sunshine today. Talk about a hot part, huh? That's Katrina and the waves. Today's weather, we got lots of sunshine. Temperature about 81. Tonight, mostly cloudy, 65. Tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy. Chance of a little rain, 84. Saturday, sunny, 80. Sunday, high, 81. It's 81 now. We're just getting a little exercise during this lunchtime oldie hour, and uh, one of the great walking songs of all time was originally done by Mr. Fats Domino. Some pretty good exercise, huh? There's a dire straits. This is the walk of life. Are you a couch potato? Try a little walking, huh? Put the couch far away so we can at least walk to the couch. Here's dire straits in the walk of life. Oh, yeah, the boy can play dedication. 
group from Australia. It's the walk of life. So uh, we got to, I'm not going to end this show without happy birthday to Ringo Starr. It's Ringo's birthday today. Ringo the drummer. Happy birthday. I think he's uh, 80 years old today, if I'm not mistaken. So he didn't sing many solo songs with the Beatles, but he did have a couple of major hits when he was the solo singer. And, of course, this was number one. Ringo, happy birthday, buddy. In the town where I was born Lived a man who sailed to sea And he told us of his life In the land of submarines So we sailed unto the sun Till we found the sea of green Next door, and the best. 
Get to wear your mask in there. All right. Our birthday guy, Ringo Starr, two surviving Beatles, both 80 years old, Paul McCartney and Ringo. News next, Anything Goes Next Hour from your number one local connection, WICHAM 1310, and we're on FM 2, 94.5 W2 in Norwich. It's now 1 o'clock. On the hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A surprise guilty plea from WNBA star Brittany Griner at court in Russia. She was taken into custody in February when customs officials said they'd found hashish oil in her luggage. Griner's attorney, Alexander Boykov. She admitted that it was hers, but she said that it was unintentionally brought to, to Russia. Griner faces up to 10 years in prison. Correspondent Ed O'Keefe. What may have gone on here this morning in that Russian court was designed to try to get her a lesser sentence or to get her into some kind of an agreement that gets her sent home. Greiner isn't the only American being held in Russia. Former Marine Paul Whalen was arrested in 2018 and charged with espionage. David Whalen hopes his brother will benefit from the attention surrounding Brittany Greiner. Her celebrity has helped to raise awareness about Paul's case and if I may say her supporters are extraordinarily generous by being very inclusive of mentioning Paul when they mention that Ms. Greiner should be freed as well. Boris Johnson's three-year scandal-scarred tenure is coming to a close. Correspondent Ian Lee has details from London. I want you to know how sad I am to be giving up the best job in the world. But them's the breaks. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is stepping down as Conservative Party leader. Johnson took over in 2019 after Theresa May resigned, riding a wave of support following the Brexit vote. Johnson came under fire after appointing Chris Pincher to a high government role. The Prime Minister said he forgot about sexual assault allegations against Pincher from 2019. It comes after Johnson and members of his administration faced criticism for violating COVID lockdown rules and held parties. A former Minneapolis police officer scheduled for sentencing in federal court this afternoon for violating George Floyd's civil rights. He's already serving more than 22 years on state murder charges. WCCO-TV's Esme Murphy. Last December, Derek Chauvin pleaded guilty to the federal civil rights charges and agreed to a sentence of between 20 and 25 years. But 85-year-old federal judge Paul Magnuson could sentence above or below that. This is 
Mississippi's only abortion clinic is closed. State's trigger law has taken effect after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Kim Gibson was a volunteer there. Work still continues. We have to message better and more effectively and appropriately than we have yet. The number of people signing up for unemployment benefits up by 4,000 last week. Bank rates Mark Hamrick. The trend is to higher ground here, suggesting a weakening job market. The job market is still seen as tight at the moment. The Dow is up 253 points. S&P ahead 45. This is CBS News. Need to hire quality candidates fast? You need Indeed, the end-to-end hiring solution. Attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. This is a paid advertisement for legal services. Ricky LeBlanc, Chestnut Hill, Mass. Admitted in Massachusetts only. While this firm maintains joint responsibility, most cases of this type are referred to other attorneys for principal responsibility. Members, Paul J. Morgan, Winter Park, Florida. Nick Neiswander, Florence, Kentucky. Rich Graybo, 970 Farmington Avenue, West Hartford, Connecticut. 860-904-7789. Michael Bogonzalez, admitted Louisiana. Filing number LA-22-13614. No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other attorneys. I am a paid non-attorney spokesperson. Attention U.S. Marines. Veterans were exposed to toxic chemicals in the drinking water on Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Exposure to these chemicals increased the risk for cancer, birth defects, and other serious health problems. If you or a loved one were exposed to contaminated water on Camp Lejeune, you may be entitled to compensation. A new law gives legal rights to those harmed. It is not too late to take action. Call Sokolov Law now for a free legal consultation at 1-800-397-8100. 1-800-397-8100. 1-800-397-8100. Dozens of airports are getting facelifts. The U.S. has awarded $968 million for airport projects to build new terminals, air traffic control towers, jet bridges, bathrooms, and baggage claim belts. It's part of the $1 trillion infrastructure bill. L.A. International will get $50 million to redo its terminal roadway system. $62 million will go to Logan and Boston to renovate Terminal E and replace arrival roadways. Orlando gets $50 million for four new gates and atlanta receives 40 million to improve concourse d wendy gillette cbs news potsy's dishing hollywood for politics Manson williams who was best friend to ron howard's richie cunningham on happy days is running for mayor of ojai california 72 year old will face incumbent mayor betsy sticks who's up for re-election he's already gotten the fonz endorsement deborah rodriguez cbs news Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Oh, uh, yeah, Mayor Potsy. That would be fun, huh? Anson Williams from Happy Days. He was on our show a long time ago. Well, not that long ago. Love that show, Happy Days. Those were kind of happy days. Welcome to this Thursday edition of the program. Mm, I would like to... Uh, Send out a thumbs up to Shaq, the great basketball player. I read so much about him recently. He is the most generous, sweetest guy ever. What he does, he goes around and uh, he sees people that might need something and he buys it for them. Seriously. Shaq, uh, just the other day, there was a young man looking for a ring, an engagement ring, and he was... You know, trying to find something that was in his price range. And Shaq happened to be there. And he bought him a ring for his gal. He just did that because he loves to do that. Sometimes he goes into restaurants and buys everybody in the restaurant their meal. Unbelievable stuff. 
You should write a book about Shaq. You know, he figures, I've got it. Let me make some people happy with it. So we'll be reading more about him. He's very, very, very generous. And he just likes to do it sometimes on impulse. Now I think, uh, you know, there's somebody I want to give him some bucks. Hmm? Good going, Shaq. He is now one of my favorite basketball players, although he's not playing anymore, is he? I've seen him on television shows. Anyway, today is Ringo Starr's birthday. Some people feel that he was the uh, least controversial of the Beatles. I don't know, you know, but he seems like a good guy. He's still touring, just as Paul McCartney is. And uh, it's his birthday today. Well, the uh, woke National Teachers Union agenda includes this. Mandatory masks, vaccines, and banning the words mother and father. So the National Teachers Union wants to ban the words mother and father. Just wanted to throw that out to see how how in the world it ever come to this. Big labor. Going to try to get a guest on that. Imagine that banning the words mother and father. What are you supposed to say? I don't know. They and this and that and those. I think we've gone a little extreme on that point. No matter what side of the political fence you're on. 889-5252. You're welcome to call in. Okay, dads. It's time to do the cabbage patch, the running man, or something more contemporary. The floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. 94.5 and 1310-WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Periodically, we like to give away tickets to some of the shows playing at Mohegan Sun and other places. So keep it here at WICH AM and FM for your chance to win. You can find out more about us by going to WICH.com. And all our little secrets. Also, you can catch us on Facebook. And if you miss any of our show, you can always get to the podcasts. When you go to WICH.com, just link on to the podcast. It'll say podcast. And then give it a little poke in. You'll have lots of shows to choose from. All right. What else? And see what else is going on. A lot of states still trying to figure out what they're going to do with the abortion issue. I was thinking about this. You know, they say, well, some people say it's not a baby in the womb. Um, Some people say, well, after seven or eight months, it's a baby. But if, God forbid, somebody is murdered and it's happened who was pregnant, you can charge the perpetrator for two murders. So it must be a baby in there, right? You could charge for two murders. And that has happened. Sure about the guy that was uh, caught with all of this fentanyl? I mean, enough to kill half of a city. They let him out of jail. And now they're trying to get him back in. (laughs) Uh, You can't make this stuff up, huh? Well, Connecticut has upgraded a 40-year-old system with modern unemployment filing replacement. 
State of Connecticut, after six years of development, has launched a new computer system for processing unemployment benefits, replacing a 40-year-old one that became overwhelmed at times during the COVID-19 pandemic, given the historic number of applications. So they have a new system. Let's hope it works very well. And NPU customers' bills rise but could have been a lot worse, according to officials. Global conflicts, shortages of natural gas, hot weather and workforce issues in the energy industries occurring beyond city borders have hit home with increases in residents' Norwich public utility bills. In June, increased its monthly purchase power adjustment and purchased gas adjustment in customers' bills, surcharges to reflect rising costs of volatile natural gas and electricity markets. NPU staff provided a summary of the adjustments last week to the Board of Public Utilities Commission, along with the message it could have been a lot worse. So everybody is getting hit in one way or another with uh, inflation and what's going on in the economy. How's it uh, affecting you? Maybe you'd like to share some of it. How do you make the most of your land? Shaw does it behind the wheel of a John Deere 1025R compact tractor. Why do I go by Shaw? Shaw stands for skilled hands at work. And he lives up to the name as he uses his versatile tractor to make my yard look as beautiful as I possibly can. But the Hubbards use their 1025R to do both vegetables and my flowers as well. It's exciting putting yourself out there, learning something new. And with a long list of easy-to-attach implements, ranging from a front loader to a box blade and backhoe, they both can make the earth take the shape that I wanted to take. Because the beauty of having land is deciding how to make it yours. I'm allowed to do anything with this practice. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deer. D.H. Marvin has been a John Deere dealer for over 85 years. See D.H. Marvin on South Main Street in Colchester to see what they have available or to place your order today. On Ringo's birthday, let's get to a call here. Welcome, you're on the air. Good afternoon, Stu. How are you? All right, sir. Thank you. Beautiful afternoon. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, I can remember collecting unemployment, and boy, what a hassle that was. I hope it's easier now for folks. Uh, you used to have to go out and, and show proof that you were looking for work, mm-hmm. and it was like an act of Congress. Now, I guess, with the computers and everything, they just uh, sign up and bingo, you got yourself a check. I didn't realize that you didn't have to show you were at least trying to get a job, so that's new to me, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, anyways, I, I didn't stay on it very long anyways because I, I got bored uh, just sitting around, so I, mm-hmm. I uh, immediately went out and, and found myself a job. But... Uh, and as far as this Brittany Griner goes, I hope uh, she serves a couple of years in, in prison in uh, Russia. Well, I feel bad for her in a way, but it was well, off, it was awfully stupid for what she did. I mean, sure it was, and I, I feel bad for her too. But uh, uh, of course, she she would have gotten away with it in this country. Oh my goodness! Yeah, nothing would have happened to her. Nothing would have happened. It would have been just maybe a slap on the hand, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as far as Joe uh, Biden helping her out, I, I think he'd be the last guy I'd want to help me out. She, uh, with him getting involved, she'll probably end up with 20 years in prison. Well, I understand how you could be apprehensive uh, about that, but... Um, yeah. Hope, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spend a couple of years in prison over in Russia, and maybe it might make you think twice. All right, sir. 
All right. Well, you enjoy the rest of the afternoon and take care. Thanks for checking in. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu. I, yeah, I'm glad he brought that back up. I didn't want to bring it up, but I don't know the latest, what's going on, how much he's going to get sentenced. But, again, and, and I'm glad Larry backed me up because I was thinking about it. I did 20 years in the United States Navy. If I had contraband and I'm overseas, not only did I get busted for illegal, I have to answer to my my captain, my ship, the Navy, everything. It's it's a double dip, man. It's serious. Yeah, I understand. I don't know why she would have had that honor. She was going to be playing basketball with the team there, and uh, obviously, well, she uses the stuff. Obviously, obviously, Stu, and and that's fine. Everybody's got their faults. We all have our differences and things. But listen, man. If look, if you you know you're wrong, you bring something over there. You know, and she's, you know, she makes more money over in Russia playing basketball than in the States for the WNBA. So she's going over there double dipping, making big time money and illegally bringing drugs over there. I don't, I don't feel sorry. I, I'm sorry, Stu. I don't feel well, sorry. That's okay. You don't have to feel sorry. I mean, I, I don't think she's making that much money over there or was too well, many. Well, I, I, I heard about approximately she makes about a, a million bucks over there a year in playing in their leagues. How okay? much? How much did you and say? Then, huh? How and much? I think they only make about $750,000 WNBA. You know, they're not like uh, national basketball. They, those guys are making serious cake i don't know i don't know all the figures too i'm not you know and like you always say I, i'm being honest i don't know her salary but she makes more money be playing over there and when they're on their off season she goes over there and plays and makes a lot of money man like, like you say a lot of dough <laughs> and, and and for you to say i kind of feel a little bad for her and that caller just said Hey, if she gets a couple years behind there and they're strict, I don't feel bad for her, Stu. I'm very sorry to say it. I disagree with you today because I don't feel sorry for her. She should have known better. She was delinquent. Of course you should have known was, better. She was, she was, she was, no. I got, I got, I got at least uh, the USA uh, two paragraphs. She, she was complacent and she got caught. It's like, oh. Bill Clinton, I smoked a joint, but I didn't inhale. Oh, you did this and you did that, and you didn't do that, but you did it, and you were caught right out right. I mean, come on, Stu. You, we've been talking about all this stuff that's going on. You know, it, 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 by the way, he's 82 today, and I like Ringo. Oh, Ringo's he's 82 the, today. I thought old, he was. He was the oldest Beatle. Yeah. He was the oldest of the Beatles. I and never... you know what? Ringo, mm -hmm. I had a I had a Time magazine, and I wish I still kept it. And it, it illustrated all four of the Beatles in their life growing up in Liverpool back in the early days of time. If I can go online and find it, I would afford it to you. You would enjoy it, Stu. All right. Well, thanks for... I thought Ringo was a little bit younger, but he's a very young no, 82. No, he was the oldest Beatles, Stu. And my favorite, I'm telling you again, George, and you know, uh, and you like John, and Bob Edwards like Paul, <laughs> and Danny O, he kind of sides with me. George, because he's a guitarist. George and John, 
you know, without any of them, you didn't have the you didn't have that genius. Oh, that's true. Band. I liked them all. Thanks for calling. See ya. Hi, welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Stu. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, uh, I want to weigh in on this WNBA star. You yes. know, uh, it's not like she had a suitcase full of marijuana. She had something in her luggage that she forgot to take out. How many times have we done done, done that with our own luggage? Where we, we, we put something in the luggage and... We get to our other destination, we find it. We didn't know we packed it in. Yeah, but most of the time, it's not anything illegal, so... No, no. Uh, which, uh, you know, it was a, she She made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I think she, her time is served, and, and that should be it. Uh, they're parading her in front of uh, the, the uh, cameras today. She's got leg irons on. She's got handcuffs on. Yeah, ridiculous, huh? She's got all sorts of... Uh, uh, a woman um, police guard and another male uh, they're using her as a political prisoner of course uh, he hates us naturally we hate him and he hates us Putin sure um he, he, it, it's a lot of spite involved in this and I understand how it is if you go over to another country and you buy uh, you know uh, large quantities of marijuana or, or any type of drugs. But this was a mistake, and uh, this is the year 2022 still, you know. We're, as a world, we, we've come a long way from that, and uh, I'm sure she respects Russia and respects her rules. I don't, know. I don't know how anybody but, uh, could respect what's going on in Russia, not that don't blame the Russian people, but Certainly, what Russia is doing today. Well, that's the that's, leaders. That's another part of the story. The leaders. I wonder what the I wonder what the Russian people are thinking about. I this don't story. know. Obviously, they don't get the news that we get, and there's been extreme cover-ups where you know I, the people. I think are, they're so brainwashed over there. A lot of majority of them. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the young people over there. What, what do they think about this? Uh, this minute amount of marijuana. Or whatever it I was. I don't know if I could interview one. Actually, I would, but um, I'm sure they're not allowed to do that. Hmm. But uh, I think she 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 should be let go. And um, what they're going to want to do is they're going to want a, a, a prisoner exchange. Oh, there's no doubt about it. There's going to be they, something has to be in it for them, and something really good. That's right. It's going to have to be better than what the U.S. is going to get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Stu. Thank you. Yep. You know, how do evil people sleep? I just don't understand it. I guess they sleep maybe better than other people. Well, my friends, it's about 80 degrees right now, and uh, your opinions, all opinions are welcome on this program. WICH, you're on. Well, you know something? I hear everybody trashing Russia, okay? I know. You've you've said it before. Mm -hmm. Ukraine's only been around for 30 years, I hope you know. You do know that. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but it does matter because they has everybody out there heard the date twenty fourteen? If you have heard the date and read it in an article, twenty fourteen is when Ukraine started bombing and attacking. They have been attacking that break off province since twenty fourteen 
And all of the 98% of Russian-speaking people there asked Putin to step in for help. It is to Ukraine's fault, and I'm telling you, you're going to find it out, that um, what I'm saying is true. Ukraine started it. The money, according to the two ones I follow, Europeans, uh, well, the Greek guy and, and, and the English guy, they are saying that the money that the U.S. is sending right now is only holding up the Ukrainian government. Um, because most of, and everybody, okay, Patrick Lancaster on the ground, tune into him. He will walk the very same day, because it'll show you what date it is on, on the bottom. He will walk the streets. He's an American, ex-military. He asks the Ukrainians, because he married somebody over there, who is shelling you? They will say the Ukrainians are shelling them, and they will say that they can't wait for Russia to come and save them. And well, it's heartbreaking, Susan, to see all these uh, men, women, and children being slaughtered there. So but how can you how not can, be heartbroken? How do you know it's true? When Pelosi and, and Boris Johnson and all of them can show up over there unannounced without even knowing they're coming, then that tells me it's safe. It's and a when big they place. have movie people over there, it's directors and everything else, anybody that has seen military-made movies of recent can tell. You can put it on a screen, and you can bamboozle Americans into believing this is actually we've happening. Had, uh, we've had people that have been killed there. We've had people in the media that have been killed there. It's risky business. Certainly it's risky business. Well, how, I'm going to tell you. Three, um, oh, okay, I'm going to say probably three-quarters of everything that we are hearing is lies out of the White so House you mean, propaganda. Uh, Susan, it you mean is. all of these bodies that are being shown on the television and Do dug up? Do you know the difference between a Russian uniform and a Ukrainian uniform? Probably not. We have to really follow them and because my son, he can figure out what what patch is what. And a lot of the stuff that we are being told is not true. Because I'm getting mine from people that are not involved with America. They're not involved with the Russians. They're just walking <laughs> the street themselves. Okay. Patrick. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I forgot. Oh, Patrick Lancaster. Tune into him. And you will see for yourself. And Russians immigrated here in the 1890s too to Ellis Island. So why did they take so long before they uh, did their little invasion of Ukraine? Because since 2014, oh, I, okay, 2014. you know why? Because Ukraine cut the water off to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, listen, did. we've. We've discussed it. You're entitled to your opinion. And uh, and no one's talking about the 28 bio labs that the two guys I listen to know about either. Mm-hmm, so yeah. All I, right. think, I think America wants to destroy all the evidence so no one can talk about what they've been doing over there. That's well, what I think. I think, I think we should be grateful we, we're not in the Ukraine right now. Thanks we for calling. We have to be there at all. It's not our war. They did not attack us. They attacked the, attacked the Ukraine. All right, That's thank you. That's how war starts. Okay. Okay. Hi, WYCH. Good afternoon. Hi, Stu. I think this uh, Brittany Griner, um, I think 
uh, she's guilty. She pleaded that. Um, in other countries, there's zero tolerance of any criminal attempt. I'll tell she you. had a prior. Mm-hmm. And I say that why should she be an exception? Because she has notoriety. She should be punished like everyone else. And um, writing to Biden um, and whatnot, and you've got the VP, um, like, stop the crime, this and that. That's so hypocritical. That's not happening. So she can do her nasally uh, um, plea for things to stop. It's not going to stop. That's my feeling. And this Brittany Griner, um, you know what? We should have the zero tolerance, like Russia and whatnot, here in the United States. Whatever happened to three strikes, you're out. Well, that's that doesn't exist anymore. Probably exactly. never existed, yeah. That's right. my point. Okay. So um, I just wanted to say, why should... And, and let me tell you, you know, she, she pleaded guilty. You plead, no bonds, no pleas. Excuse me. Um, you're guilty, you're guilty. You do the crime, you know? Okay. I don't think it's a 10-year crime, though. Not even oh, close no. to that. You know, being like 10 years probation or whatever, you know, she has a good lawyer. And, um, you know, I don't like this. Uh, special rules for special people. Uh, a crime is a crime. Okay, well, Zero. she's, she's obviously um, not getting special treatment, so you don't have to worry about that. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Okie doke, 89-5252. I understand she was one who kneeled when when the flag was up. But I bet she sure misses this country a lot now. But that doesn't mean I wanted to be in Russia for 10 years, and uh, she made a mistake, and we'll see what develops. But Putin is not going to make it easy, that's for sure. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. Yeah, good afternoon, Stu. Hi there. I think that Sue um, takes too much time on her hands to read all these TV shows, all the newspapers, and all of these things. And if she would just give it up a little bit and go take walks and go out in nature and meditate and hike or swim or go on a little beach ride or something on a beach layout and relax, she wouldn't have to blame Ukraine anymore for starting the war. It's truly Russia plain and simple, and it's awful to spew out something like that. I've heard it before, and it's very annoying because it's inaccurate, and everyone else on the planet knows that except her. So I hope she takes my advice because I'm a psychiatrist for the day. Okay. How much do you charge? Uh, Free. Free advice. You can take it or leave it. It's bonus day. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Free. You should have sales for psychiatrists, too, like sales for, you know, you know, get one couch, you get two sofas for free, or one sofa for free. Have one meeting and get the next one for half price. Oh, yeah. All these health things are being advertised on radio, uh, on television. 
I don't know about psychiatrists. I never see them advertised. I guess they don't do that one. Remember when they never advertised any of these prescription drugs? Now they're all over the place. Realize how much money is made when prescription drugs advertise? Unbelievable. I just say, get it over with. Tell us how good it is and then get it over with with the side effects, which go for about 20 minutes. Welcome to the program. Hi. Good morning. Welcome. You're on the air. Okay, I'm coming. I'm coming. You're coming. It's uh, Helen, who's been downtown Norwich, and is now coming to the phone. Here she is. Okay, hi. Hi there. <laughs> my, my son says, I hear uh, uh, Mr. Bryant talking. I say, yes, Michael. No, Michael's here, huh? No, 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 no. He's oh. coming uh, next Thursday. Okay, great. Yes, only for five days. Do you know how much he pay for you to come in for five days? Ooh, I can bet it's a... One thousand, mm-hmm. a little bit more than one thousand, and wow. the rent, uh, the car, oh my God, it's awful. You have to be rich, you know. I'm telling so anyway, you, yeah, it's amazing how much you pay for traveling these oh, days. Oh, yes. And uh, I was talking to my son and said to him, because uh, he called me every afternoon, but over there in California, it's the morning, you know. Mm. And he would gym, oh yes. Both of my children were like me, sportive, you know. Running, gym, tennis. Oh, he's all, he's in great shape, your son, oh, yeah. I know, you told me. <laughs> yeah. shape, I know. And uh, he said like that, uh, I said, you know, uh here all the killing? And uh, he said, yes, I should buy a... A pistol. He said, no, mom. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you don't want that by myself, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, my cat will not defend me. He's frightened. He's a frightened cat. Oh, he's a scaredy cat. Yes, he's big. Oh, he will get beaten by other little tiny cats. That's why I kind of like dogs, because sometimes they will protect you. Yes. Uh, if I have to have a dog, I will. Uh, I love any type of dog, small or little. People mm-hmm. say, "Oh, I like a little dog." Oh, I like the big dog. You know, I used to be a volunteer and uh, with Steely, uh, and uh, for animal, and I like because there's no killing. Yeah, right. And, oh yes, mm-hmm. and but I will have a pit bull. You would like a pit bull, huh? Yes, because it's not mean. If you see the pit bull, uh, we find, and, uh, how far away, oh, I forget again. Which, and, uh, when did you get it? A her. It was uh, her. She was six months old. Mm-hmm. And her uh, heel was already ready cut. I don't know if, uh, you know. And, oh, she was a sweetheart. She was playing with the, uh, the cat, with my cat. And I didn't have a cat. So what happened to her? What did you say? What happened to her? Uh, well, I couldn't afford no more. I did have so many, I found so many cats in the street, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the, the dog pond was telling me, you know, uh, you do that, 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 and I pick it up and I bring to the vet, to my, my vet to die. Oh, my dear Mike, Mike. 
Helen, you're going to have five glorious days with your son. That's going to be nice. I know. That is, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I got to ask him to call Detective You. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. That'd be fine, of course. Yes. So did you have a nice uh, 4th of July? It was pretty good. Thank you. Pretty yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't go nowhere because uh, I cannot stand too long to have my feet. Yeah. This medicine, I'm so glad. And month next year. You're going to be getting off it, you told me, so that's May, good. Oh, yes, mm. it's it. Oh, and if they said to me, oh, you could have, I said, the hell with you, have it. I don't have that. Okay, be nice, yes. <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm like a... Love to give you med- medication. Oh, well, I'm fine. Okay, I'm going to let you go, so you're going to have three days off. Huh? All right, Helen, that's right. Thank you for calling. Yeah. Okay, honey, See bye-bye. Ya. Hello, welcome to the program. Hello. Yes, sir. Is, uh, I have a question. I didn't hear it on your stu- Is this Stu Bryant? Yes, sir. Okay, Stu, I have a question. Uh, I haven't heard anything about Lamont as far as, wasn't he proposing, or, or hasn't, isn't he got something going that's going to, or he's talking about lowering the property tax on vehicles? He's been talking a lot about that, uh, a lot yeah. of things lately. You know, it's getting towards election time. So I, I, uh, I know, but this is the... Yeah. I, I, I heard this maybe two weeks ago, maybe a week ago, and I haven't heard nothing about it since. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I, I, I agree with you, it is getting towards election time. Is, is, is he bringing this up because of that? But my whole thing is that, uh, how is he going to lower the taxes, the property taxes and the car tax? I really don't know. I mean, I haven't heard much about it since I heard about it. So Right. It, it, it's been pretty hush-hush. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry? Maybe they're having second thoughts. Well, very well could be, because you've got cars out there that are worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That, uh, they're going to drop the taxes on them. Well, well, whatever. I'm not concerned. I just thought I'd bring it up. And, no, I'm glad you did. Maybe somebody's heard an update on that. I, I certainly have not. I haven't needed, and and that's another reason I was calling because I haven't heard nothing about it. So, oh, okay, Stu, thank you very much for the information. You're welcome. Wish I had more information on it, but uh, certainly, if I don't have the answer, I know one of you will uh, come up with an answer for some of these things. But you know, with the midterms coming up, you're going to be lots of promises, lots and lots and lots of. I'll give you. Uh, apple of pie and the peaches and uh, savings here and a savings there and I'll pay your tuition. I'll water your grass and I'll mow your lawn and uh, when it's snowing I'll definitely make sure that your driveway is shoveled. Vote for me, vote for me, vote for me. Well, Anthony Amsterdam was in California and wide awake in the pre-dawn hours of June 29, 72, glued to the news as he awaited word from the U.S. Supreme Court earlier in the court's term. Amsterdam, then a 36-year-old defense lawyer, had argued Furman against Georgia, a case that asked the court to decide whether the death penalty was constitutional. Amsterdam had led oral arguments on a six-person legal team representing multiple clients on death row. Among them was William Henry Furman, a Georgia man who had been sentenced to death for murder four years earlier after a botched burglary during which Furman said he tripped and accidentally fired his gun. So that led to a 
death penalty 50-year rise and fall since the Supreme Court struck it down. Now, when you hear some of these violent cases, walking into a supermarket, shooting down people, driving over people in a parade, and you think, gee, could we have the death penalty for those people? I certainly would vote for it. Just wanted to bring that up. But most states, they don't have the death penalty, and uh, even states that do, sometimes it takes 30 years before it happens, and then they get an appeal after that. Can you remember the last time you slept all night? It was probably when you were younger and in better shape. If you can't sleep through the night, more than likely it's time for a new mattress from Bill's Bedding and Danielson. There you'll find a huge mattress display featuring Serta, Perfect Sleepers, iComfort Foam and Hybrids, and Simmons Beautyrest sets all at unbeatable prices. These mattresses use cooling gel and covers to keep you cool while you sleep, keeping the heat away from the surface. And Serta and Beautyrest beds are fully capable to be used on an adjustable basis so you can find the perfect sleep position with just a touch of a button. For even more savings, Bill's Bedding will deliver your new bed and take away the old one absolutely free. You can also take advantage of Bill's 12-month equal pay free financing plan available to qualified buyers. Sleep like a kid again all night and ready for the day ahead with the new Serta or Simmons mattress from Bill's Bedding and Furniture, 640 North Main Street, Route 12 in Danielson. Online at BillsBedding.com. Summer on Block Island, things really get going. The restaurants, the bands. The shops and beaches. And of course, Block Island Express, where things are more than just humming. Zipping you from New London to Block Island in total comfort on the fastest ferry from the mainland. Block Island Express. On the island, take it slow. To the island, make it fast. Book your trip today at goblockisland.com. Okay, we like to check letters to the editor once in a while. And uh, let's see what we have from the day paper. Number one, said you lied in an editorial student rights sacrifice to protect coach's prayer. You stated that the SCOTUS ruled that the coach could pray and include students. The case was about the coach saying a prayer of thanks to God as a lone participant. No student was compelled nor asked to participate. And that is true. A man cannot be held responsible for other people's actions. I cannot be responsible if you are afraid of me, if I have done nothing to intimidate you overtly. This is the fallacy of liberal thinking. Just because you do not agree with an individual's ideas does not mean that individual is a threat to you. But alas, it does in your mind, as because I differ in my beliefs, I am to be condemned and shunned. I'm talking about the, uh, the coach who went down, I don't know, 50-yard line and said a silent prayer. And, of course, uh, some of the students wanted to do it with him and others didn't, and that was not a problem. So I went to the Supreme Court, and they they said that he has a right to do that. I don't see what it hurt. You don't even know what religion or what he's praying. He's just doing a prayer. (laughs) We know with all the problems we have, it was made of such a big deal. Come on. So the guy likes to pray after a game or before a game, and he's silently doing it, and if some people want to join him, fine. If they don't, now, if he was someone 
who looked around and said, my, my player didn't join me in the prayer, and then benched him. I mean, that's a different story. But that's not the case here. So it's, I don't know, the things that we get involved when you think of what's going on in our country today, it's, gee, does that hurt anybody? Somebody wants to give a silent prayer? He wasn't getting up on a podium and preaching. Hmm? But gave the Supreme Court something to do there. And uh, that was one of the letters to the editor. And I did read the original editorial, and it was not correct. And I'm glad it was corrected in that letter to the editor. How are we doing on the time? All right, we have uh, time for another call or two, if you like, at 889-5252. It is 143. 94.5 WICH is celebrating summer this Friday at Howard T. Brown Park with the Norwich Harbor Fireworks. Brought to you by Foxwoods Resort Casino. There will be food trucks and music in partnership with the Greater Norwich Area Chamber of Commerce. All the fun starts at 5 p.m. and the fireworks blast off just after 9 p.m. Look for the WICH tent with Franco and your chance to win prizes at the Norwich Harbor Fireworks. Friday with 94.5 and 1310 a.m. WICH. Should be a blast. Yeah, it will be a blast. All right, so um, we're celebrating Ringo's birthday today. He is now 82. I had him younger, but in the last half hour, he's aged a couple of years. Here's a song that surprised everybody. Ringo was singing a song by Buck Owens and the Buckaroos, and he made it a hit. All you got to do is act naturally. The movie's gonna make me a big star Cause I can play the part so well Well, I hope you'll come and see me in the movies Then I'll know that you will plainly see The biggest fool that ever hit the big time The movie's gonna make me a big star Cause I can play the part so well Well, I hope you'll come and see me in the movies Then I'll know that you will plainly see The biggest fool that ever hit the big time And all I gotta do is act now 
Naturally. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon, sir. Hi, Larry. Boy, we're going to have to head to New York after you get off the air. And Mad Dog Russo, Mad Dog Russo is getting on the Red Sox big time. Because they brought up that uh, rookie? <laughs> no, everything. He's getting on them, uh, losing losing to teams in their division. You know, like they're losing, they're, they're like winning one game and losing two in these three game series. Mm-hmm. And that the Yankees are going to hammer them in this four game series. You should hear him on um, high heat this afternoon. Well, he's I, hammering the Red Sox big time. I know he's a Mets fan, but I don't think that I really don't think the Yankees are going to hammer them this weekend. But I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Well, even if they go two and two, that's that's not good. But you know, for for the position they're in. Well, they're not going to go. They're not going to pass the Yankees. That we understand. No, but they're, they're only they're only a game and a half up on uh, on the playoff spot right yeah, now. But, so. they, but they are in the playoff spot and. Uh, yeah. They're hanging in there, yeah. Yeah, Toronto and Tampa's right on their backs. Mm. And believe it or not, Baltimore's been playing good. I'm so pleased with Baltimore. I'm going to stop rooting. Well, I root for Baltimore anyway. Uh, yeah, they're playing pretty. They're playing pretty good. I think last year they were 30 games under 500. This right now they're six games under, and uh, good for them. It's about time they're starting to win. Hmm? Yeah. So. Listen, I, you ought to see the tomatoes I have, green tomatoes. Not too many red yet, but this is my first year on my tomato plants. So, something is getting into my fenced-in garden and taking big chunks out of my tomatoes. Oh, no. You're kidding. Oh No, and I refuse to put any kind of chemicals in my garden. You know that. I just use water. That's mm-hmm. it. But I have a, a fence, and I've never had a problem before. This is my first year. So what do you think? Rabbits, woodchucks? What do you think? I don't know. I've had rabbits here before. Mm-hmm. I see the rabbits at 5 o'clock in the morning running around like crazy, but they were they were here last year and the year before. They never bothered my, my tomatoes. I'm not into tomatoes. Yeah. So I don't know what it is this year. I haven't caught anything in there yet, but they're taking like chunks out of, out of even the green ones before they even turn red. Wow. So this is my first uh, year with this problem, and I, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm going to catch it. I'm going to catch him yet. <laughs> no, catch. Me... If I have to stay up all night, I'm going to catch him. <laughs> I can picture you outside of the tomato patch, just sitting there in a chair. I got my shotgun ready right out the back window. So this is the first year. This is the first year it happened. Yep. Oh. Yeah, I've been playing tomatoes for over ten years, so I never had problems like this with with tomatoes. Could you uh... eating eat, eat my tomatoes like this? Could you grow them on your porch? I don't know if you have a porch. You have a porch? Well, you can grow them on a porch, but they're, they're, those are in planters. Like, they're already yeah. in pots, potted, mm-hmm. potted tomatoes. I, I like putting them in the ground. Yeah. But a lot of people do, you know, a lot of people, when they plant stuff, whether it's tomatoes, cucumbers, or whatever, they, they start spraying uh, chemicals all over their, their vegetables. You, just I like know. You get, yeah, just like when you buy them in a the store so they can keep pesting pest and stuff away from them. Right. I don't want to do that. I know. I wait for this time of year to eat fresh uh, stuff. Well, uh, I don't blame you for not using the chemicals, but if your tomatoes are um, looking like raisins, that's not a good thing either. Yeah. Mm. So I still got a lot of green ones, though, that they haven't touched yet. So I'm hoping that when they start turning red, um, that they're going to leave these alone. Maybe they're uh, maybe they're full for the summer. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> I hope they're fed. I hope they're fed up. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right, listen, if I don't talk to you, you have a nice weekend, yeah, and go too. to the beach, enjoy yourself, and whatever you do. All right, thank you, Larry. Later. Hi, welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, I had to call you back. Have a happy weekend, man. Right, thank you. Go down to Howard D. Brown Park. Okay, and have eat, fun. No, and go down there like the old days, and uh, you be the broadcaster and, and journalist that you are. You're a fine man. I love you. Thank you, Joseph. Well, how we doing? Hmm, nine minutes before two. Hope you do have a nice, uh, well, the weekend's not here yet. Of course, tomorrow it's the uh, Keith C. Rice filling in. Actually, uh, I think he is uh, having a day vacation as well. So, anyway, keep it here at WICH, as you know, after the news. It's Jimmy Fowler with his talk show. He's been on vacation. It's that time of year, and... He's got some very interesting fill-ins. You may want to check that out. There's a couple of other things that I wanted to mention that uh, I've been pondering. And that is, find a lot of these hard, things hard to believe. Judge Andrew Gould is a former justice on the Arizona Supreme Court, Arizona Supreme Court and current candidate for Arizona Attorney General. The Biden administration sued Arizona on Tuesday over a state law requiring voters to show proof of citizenship before casting a ballot in a presidential election. Now, what could be wrong with that? Hmm? <laughs> I don't know. Oink, oink. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey signed into law in March a bill mandating that voters show documentary proof of citizenship in order to vote by mail or vote in a federal election. The department of justice challenged the law in court, arguing that the mandate is redundant and unconstitutional. Thought you had to be a citizen. Hmm? House Bill number 2492, oh, that one, onerous documentary proof of citizenship requirement for certain federal elections constitutes a textbook violation of the National Voter Registration Act. According to Attorney General Christian Clark, Arizona has passed a law that turns the clock back on progress by imposing unlawful and unnecessary requirements that would block eligible voters from the registration rolls for certain federal elections. The Department of Justice Civil Rights Division is leading the lawsuit. The lawsuit argues that the Arizona law violates the National Voter Registration Act, which requires that voters before participating in a federal election fill out a federal form. While the form does not require documented proof of citizenship, it does ask under penalty of perjury whether or not one is a citizen. Because everybody's so honest, you'd never have to worry about that. <laughs> uh, it's an interesting topic, but we really don't have time to uh, get into it heavy. In the meantime, always keep the faith, right? Take time out on the day to do something silly, something funny, Something very kind for yourself and your neighbors, because some days are diamonds and some are, are rust. <laughs> we all hope for more diamonds. Johnny Denver sings. When you ask how I've been here without you, I like to say I've been fine. And I do 
But we both know the truth is hard to come by And if I told the truth, that's not quite true Some days a diamond, some days a stone Sometimes a hard times won't leave me alone Sometimes a cold wind blows a chill in my bones Some days a diamond, some days a stone Now the face that I see in my mirror More and more is a stranger to me More and more I can see there's a danger In becoming What I never thought I'd be Some days a diamond Some days a stone Sometimes a hard time Won't leave me alone Sometimes a cold Some days a diamond, some days a stone. Some days a diamond, some days a stone. Sometimes a hard times won't leave me alone. sure hope that you are going to have a diamond day today and uh, I wonder how the happy campers are doing out there is it a good camping season for you something a little campy we're the happy campers well here we are out in the woods and it's raining oh neat I brought my cold medicine look Henry lots of mosquitoes let's see who gets the most well watch me 
Nice shot. I love these sleeping bags on the damp ground. And look, there's a snake. They're so cute the way they wiggle. Oh, I can't wait till it's light so we can play jarts. Remember last year? You spared me with oh, one. Oh, yes. I laughed for hours. Boy, I never want to go home. We can't. Our tires are flat. Oh, boy, we can stay. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> We're the happy campers. Kind of makes you want to pitch a tent, doesn't it? Okay. Let's uh, see what some of the best movies are out. Thor is finally out. If you're into Marvel superheroes. Elvis. Once again, one of the top movies, believe it or not. This weekend, last weekend. There's another movie that gets pretty good ratings, and that's called Mr. Malcolm's List. I have no idea what it's about, but it's probably about Mr. Malcolm's List. It's a clever, entertaining, and pretty film starring Frida Pinto. There's one key element in which this story of love, friendship, and revenge served on a porcelain plate. (laughs) Hmm. Then we have Top Gun Maverick. That's a pretty new uh, movie. Jurassic Park. Another one. Hey, listen, if you make money on one Jurassic Park, just keep it going. Probably have it going for a thousand years. These are little tips in case you want to hit the theaters this weekend. But those are the biggies. I think we've got uh, it covered pretty well. So, trying to find a theater with comfortable seats. But not too comfortable because if the movie's a little long, you may do the doze. You may sleep away nine bucks. So please enjoy. I'll be off till Monday. Keep it here at WICH for more entertaining uh, talk. The Jimmy Fallon Show at 2.05. Please be kind to each other. Personality Radio, 1310 AM, WICH Norwich, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. You can now get us on AM and FM. It is 2 o'clock.